Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This, they said VJ, right? But we're going with Big Vanilla. Yeah. Is that what we're rolling with? The Big Vanilla. The, oh, because the, yeah, there you, are no other. No, yeah, just there to make it is. sure. There it is. All right, you know I need to. I need to know about the Big Vanilla because that sounds like something you order, right? Yeah, let me get the. Uh, let me also get the Big Vanilla. Yeah. Like, what's what's the what's what's the Big Vanilla? Give give me that one second, man. Uh, we're gonna have some fun today. Looking forward to this to be the first time you and I rocked, and uh, we're gonna have some fun. A lot to get to, man. A lot, a whole lot of footballs. We're what? couple of weeks away from the actual season, not just preseason starting. Looking forward to that. Um, and, and you know it's already football season when I'm seeing some good fights happening, preseason fights. It wouldn't be football without fights at the games, which I always have my theories on that. Like, I'll, never, I'll die never understanding that. You all have heard me say this many a times. I'll die never understanding how folks fight over men in tights. <laughs> Big Vanilla, help me. The Big Vanilla, help me understand that. First of all, that's a great movie. That, that, no, Men in Tights, Men is, in a tights is, excellent. is a classic. And it's a, it is a, it's a cult classic, because yeah. I do think the average person will be like, what are you talking about? But And we get a sneak peek of early Dave Chappelle in that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave Chappelle's in that movie. Yeah. So that is a sneaker right there. Yeah, but absolutely. I'll never understand that. So we'll get to that, because i got a couple of questions I want to throw at you when it comes to actual yes, uh, games and attendance. But So anyway, yeah, man, what's going on? I'm, I'm excited uh, to uh, to be doing this. What's, what's going on in your world? Everything, man. I was just here last night on uh, Fox Sports Saturday Night with my man Brian No. Yep. I feel in a lot over here for Chris Broussard and Rob Parker on the Yacht Couple. I'll be come on, Thursday. man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, VJ, stop it. Yeah. My man Rob P., uh, me and him actually have a lot in common, too, because he just did his first stand-up at the comedy store, and a bunch of us went over there and supported him. I'm a 20-year stand-up comedian out of the DMV, so I'm also out here doing stand-up, headlining clubs, headlining shows, things oh. of that nature. So doing my thing, yeah. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what? It's, it's funny you mentioned that, because last year, that was what I was going to do for a big birthday. Obviously, COVID, yeah. a couple venues, what you know, it just ended up being. You know what? Let's just, you know, let's see what happens next year. Which, by the way, my birthday's in two days, so clearly it's not happening <laughs> again. Which I have to do that. I have to step on that stage. Yeah. Try it. Give me five minutes. Boom, they get on the stage and do yeah. my thing for five minutes. Absolutely. I'm gonna do it. You, sure. You're inspiring me. To, well, let me tell you, Rob Parker's inspiring me to do it because if his dad yeah. jokes can get mm-hmm. on stage. 
and actually do it, yeah. then then I have to get to it. You know the thing about it, though? It worked for him. I went in the green room afterwards and dapped him up and gave him a hug. I said, what, your style? He's there in his odd couple sweatsuit. He's got his <laughs> glasses. In, he's got his glasses in his hand. He's got his notes because this is his first time. So it's okay to have some notes there when you're first starting in his career. Don't try to get on stage and try to wing it or come off the break. It's okay to have notes. Veterans like me, we we get that. We're not going to clown you for that. Right. But he would go look at his jokes. Take his glasses off and then do his, his dad that's, joke one liner. And then, yeah, that was him. And I told him, I said, bro, that style works for you. Do not change that. That where I couldn't do that. You right, know what I'm saying? There's right, a lot right. of comedians couldn't, but it worked for him. And I think that was part of the love and the, uh, the claps and laughs that he was getting is that people realize he he wants to do this, man. So it, it was fun. It was so good. we have was you to blame and a few others for him going to be really doing yes. this and trying this. Yeah. Well, he's come to about four or five of my shows. Hey, man, Broussard, they've come to see me at the comedy store, the Ha Ha. They come out to uh, the Comedy Fact. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. yeah they've, they've been out to come see me. So Rob would come to the shows, but I never thought he was coming to gauge it and see if he really wanted. That was his whole purpose. Yeah. And, you know, to see if it's, me. A, yeah. if it's something he can actually do. Yeah. Well, yeah. clearly he did. So congrats to, to Rob. I got to I got to talk to him about that. Yes, uh, sir. All right, I, we got to start, uh, as we just talked about, of course, a few couple of weeks away from the regular season. Some preseason action happening, of course. I want to throw out, as we talked about via our text messages today, the biggest position in all of sports, quarterback. Yes, sir. And we already know the greats we're looking forward to seeing and having fun with and enjoying. I position to you, who are the quarterbacks you're saying, hey, it's all on the line for you this year? Oh, man, there's a few of them. I mean, at the top of my list would be Tua Tagovailoa for the Miami Dolphins because he was so sought after coming out of uh, Alabama, coming out of high school. People were going to tank for him. He has the damn near catastrophic, you know, injury to his hip that almost, you know, took his career out, bounces back from that. Then you have all the front office stuff there, the ownership stuff there, the tampering, the, the lawsuit. And, you know, pro football focuses number 32-ranked defense offensive line in football. No receivers, no running backs. And now you have gone out, Armstead, Connor. Uh, you bring in a Tariq. You have a tight end. You add it to the defense. Javon Holland looks like he's the real deal, second-round pick from a year ago. So this, this is a year where he's got to go 11 or more. And if they get to the playoffs and it's a tight game, he got to win that game. They go get blown out, all right. But if it's a tight game, Tua's got to go win that game. So yeah. he's number one on my list as guys that this is it, – it's make or break right now. I hate it, but it is. I agree. I think anybody would agree with uh, where he was drafted, especially the college pedigree, right? Yeah. We all saw that and we're like, oh, he's the next fill in the blank. And it ended up not being the case. Uh, and then the worst part about it is when you start to hear guys saying – I was reading an article, they were saying how – People were shocked that now, this offseason, he's sticking around longer. He's coming in earlier. He's starting to, you know, everyone else is leaving. He's staying there. He's kind of being what we typically see from our leaders and our quarterbacks. So, on one end, you can be excited about that. The other end, you can be a little disappointed that he's just now getting there. But he's still relatively young, so that's okay, right? We, we cut on that slack. We say it's yeah. time for you to be a leader. You have no more excuses. You have all of the weapons. Um It'll be interesting to see what we expect from him that we'll deem as good or great yeah. because he's one of those guys. I don't think he's going to ever wow us, but can he Alex Smith us? You know? Ouch. Can I Can I be – was that a slighted Alex? <laughs> no, that's or a slighted too. Can he Alex Smith us? The last four or five years, obviously Ooh. pre-leg injury, but – Alex Smith ended up being a winning quarterback and had some success, and you were like, all right, you felt comfortable. You felt like we we should win this game because, as you mentioned, the weapons around us mm -hmm. and Alex Smith's case with Kansas City, you know, the system we have, we should be good. Because I, I don't think all of a sudden Tua is going to become Pat Mahomes. 
But what I mean is, can you be the guy that we're not losing because of or that we're not going in this last drive and we go, oh, shoot, he's got the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be the guy, that, all right, we're good. We're good. Yeah, he's not lighting the world on fire. He's not Aaron Rodgers or Justin Herbert or something. But, shoot, those, you know, not everybody can be those guys, and we've seen it doesn't take those guys to win. For instance, everyone keeps wanting to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and obviously <laughs> something's going to work out there. Yeah. I don't know if he was on your list, so if I, if I you know, jumped out too early with that. No, 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 no. But he continues to win. Like, he'll be the guy sitting at home when his career is over and be perplexed. Like, he'll pull his wife in eventually. I don't know the brother. He likes to play, so I don't know if he ever I was about married. to say, yeah. he. he yeah, like, did I say he wife? Like, Let he, me switch up on that. Yeah, he liked to play in that other world. He does like to play in that other world. <laughs> it's and, known. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's documented. Yeah, Let, exactly. me hop, let me hop on over there. He'll yeah. look at his father or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and he'll say to himself, was I not good? Did I not lead a team to a Super Bowl? Did I was I not a player two away from going back to the Super Bowl last season? Obviously, the Rams were able to to, to win and, and win it, but Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be one of those guys that like what? I, what more? He's going to be the Tyrese meme. What more do you want from me? Yeah. Like I know I'm not healthy, but when I'm healthy, I win sixty plus percent of my games. Yeah. I lead you to NFC Championship game after NFC Championship game. I know he's got to become kind of perplexed, but I know they want to make it about him. But I meant, can Tua be kind of that where when I'm healthy, I win games? We're successful. I'm not necessarily your fantasy choice, but I'm I'm getting it done. I don't like that for two. I disagree. Two has got to be like upper echelon. He's got to be top tier. He's got to be top six, seven, eight quarterbacks in the league because that's that's the talent that we saw, and that's what I'm going to judge. I judge him hard, and I'm a lifelong Dolphin fan, so I'm not giving him no passes, even as a fan. I need you, bro, to show up and be the tool that people were talking about tanking for. When you talk about tanking a season for a player, then you think he is Andrew Luck. You think he is John Elway-ish. You think Brady, we know that that was a lot of teams passed on him. And there's some teams mess up on early, you know, quarterback first round picks. But Peyton, I'm not saying he's got to be those guys. But we got to know every Sunday when we know you are buckling your chin strap, homeboy, we feel like we're going to win today. I need that. Out of two, and that's who he's got to be. He can't be Alex Smith. Are you kidding me? He, if he's gonna be Alex Smith, then people will label him a bust. Oh God, he's 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 just as good as Alex. People will start to try to say, yeah, they should have stuck with Fitzpatrick. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, they, that's, that's people fair. will start to say that. No, I, I here, he's got to be great. Here's my challenge with that. On paper, I totally agree, and I get what you're saying. But in this space and reality we, we live in now, like every sport has a season where a particular position is just dominant, right? If you want to go uh, in basketball, if you go like the mid-2000s, early 2000s, the power forwards would go. You had KG, yeah, yeah, Dirk, yeah, yeah. and Rasheed Wallace, Duncan, Chris Webber, yeah, Duncan. I mean, it was just yeah. ridiculous. Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine, like 25, yeah. and, and legitimate, not just putting the numbers, like really, really yeah. good Zebo guys. was Z, young and coming there up. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm with so, you. so I go like that to say every sport has that season where, okay, the shortstops. I was just watching the Derek Jeter thing. Where yeah. Derek Jeter, <laughs> Nomar Garcia-Parra, yeah. uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez, all these young. You're like, yeah. man, this position. Ray Adornez. Exactly. Like, yeah, there was some shortstops. And, and I look at the NFL and I say, you're right six, seven, eight years ago. Maybe a decade ago. I feel like now these guys are coming in. Not all, obviously. We'll, we'll obviously we'll still have a few more to name that need to show up and prove it. Mm-hmm. But man, these. I mean, you got still got the older guard and well, literally the oldest, and Tom Brady still producing, and the Aaron Rodgers and the Russell Wilsons and the middle end guys who we kind of wanted to put off. Now it's Matthew Stafford and the Derek Carrs. So for two of the be a top six, seven as you mentioned, I just feel like. It's not even a knock on him as much as it's almost impossible now with the talent. This is a quarterback, we always say drivenly, but now you're really looking. I mean, look at that AFC West. It's ridiculous. Yep. If you're Derek Carr, you might be the fourth best quarterback 
or you know, depending on if you want to say Russell Wilson, which is even which crazy. I don't think. But that's what I mean. Yeah, Look yeah. how crazy that that's four guys yeah. that could be arguably the you know the best in another era or something or right there one or two. Yeah. You might be ten or twelve right now. But even at ten and twelve, I think Derek Carr with the weapons, even like the the Raiders made, could be a divisional or AFC championship for sure, team for sure. if they're healthy. Because Devontae Adams is just that good, and no, when you got is. a guy that good, it makes everybody else better. Watch how watch the season Hunter Renfro has if Devontae plays. Say let's just say he plays sixteen games, right? Right, and maybe one week he sits out, hurt ankle or something. Okay, he sits out one. Watch the year Renfro has because all twenty two odds when the huddle break, you got to find Devontae. Everybody, oh, you, you got to find where he is first. So Renfro's not getting that attention. But with Tua, it, and this, it is a quarterback-driven league. We do judge you by the weapons. And you said not to be Mahomes, and I'm not knocking Mahomes, but I just love to just throw interesting things out there. Have we ever seen Patrick Mahomes play an NFL season without Tariq, without Tariq no. Hill? Okay, great point. We're about to. We are. And I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm not saying he's not great. But we're going to see how much Tariq was the Chiefs and Andy and how much the Chiefs, Andy, and Mahomes was Tariq. We're about to find that out. That's going to happen this year. And if you're giving that type of weapon to Tua, then I have to expect you to blow up, bro. We're giving you the most dangerous weapon yeah. in the National Football League, the one single guy that can turn any game on any – Devin Hester-like. Yeah. Deion Sanders-like. Not saying he's those guys, but no, De- you mean. Deion can turn a game. Ed Devin Reed. Hester, Ed Reed. These guys can uh, – Troy Polamalu, Charles Woodson, they can turn a game. And he has that common talent. When you give a quarterback that talent – I got to raise your expectations. You can't be Alex Smith. You can't be middle of the road to me because you got, you got too much talent around you. It's no, too much there. No argument again, but I go back to what I said of what history has shown us when it comes to Super Bowl. There will always be, uh, specifically winning Super Bowls, there will always be you know the greats, the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's. But on the other side is oftentimes a guy that you go, yeah, Colin Kaepernick got there. You know, I mentioned Jimmy, Jimmy G got there. He didn't win. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, you're right. That's what I'm, but I'm saying you can get there. Uh, you can look. Uh, Brad Johnson got there and won. Rich Gannon got there. Like you can Trent be Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Trent Dilfer got there and won. So he got one. You did. So I'm saying I don't necessarily need you to be. The, I would love for you to be, but I don't necessarily need it for us to have success. You just can't be the reason we lose. Uh, and obviously, I want to be able to have some games where we jump on your back. Yeah. and you get it done. Punish him. Um, there are some other guys that we need to ask also add to this list as well. Guys that we're saying, all right, look, this season's starting. And I got a couple people, VJ, on okay. my list. I'm interested. Aren't just kind of the two we all kind of knew. Everybody, I think he knows, right? Yeah, he walks yeah. home, everybody's house knows that. Oh, man. Got a couple people who are not the norms, but for different reasons. We'll get to that in just a moment. Whole lot of football talk for you on this Fox Sports Radio Sunday. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm going to hurry up and try to sneak in before Stevie Wonder, because I don't want to disrespect Stevie like that. Mm. Fox Sports Sunday, Kelvin Washington, VJ Husky. Make sure you reach out to us, 877-996-6369, on Fox. You should know that by now and on Twitter as well. Husky ENT, Kate up live for myself. You already know the reason why. It's Kelvin Washington. I can't get to the end, Husky. I get, I get to the I get to the end, but it go, I mean the O, but I can't get the end. Little Washington. 
but they won't let me. It's too long, so I can't get washed. Maybe it'll change. I, I got to check, do my annual check-in. Um, so we're talking about the, this season, kind of quarterbacks we're keeping an eye on saying, yo, you got a lot to prove. And we started off, we both agree, Tua uh, is one of those guys. You, you, you expect a little bit more out of him than me, uh, but I do think you're saying long-term, not necessarily, he doesn't have to be apex-level great next year. You're saying be heading in that direction. He's got to win 11 games this year. Uh, 10 and 7 is not going to do it for me for Miami as a fan. And just, I, I don't, even for him, it's got to be 11 and 6 or better. And it's got to be a solid 11 and 6. Can't be no lucky games down the end. It's got to be a solid 11 and 6 and, and a chance to go on the road because they probably have to go on the road in a wild card. But go on the road and have a legitimate chance to win that game. You know who I'm glad was never my teacher in school? You. Because <laughs> your grade on the curb is hard. He didn't just say 11 and 6. He said, I don't want just 11 and 6. It has to be a good 11 and 6. Yeah. It can't be a snuck out some bit. No. Woo! No. Well, Standards. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. All right. Let's let's keep let's keep going with this. Um, I'm gonna throw a guy out here, and, and some would say I'm biased. By the way, you'll laugh at this. You guys will laugh at this. So on this very show, on this at this very station, this very studio, probably three years ago, I denounced my allegiance to the Detroit Lions. Anybody remember that? Remember that? Yeah. You did that. I did. I'll tell you why. Calvin. I'm going to tell you why. All right, bro. Go ahead. When they let Jim Caldwell go, somebody who brought stability to a horrific franchise, who had them as a legitimate team you had to beat, right? Like, okay, they're nine. At that time, obviously, it was you know, 17 weeks, 16 games. So they were nine and seven, 10 and six, went to the playoffs a few times, 11 and five. Once, like, okay, that's a real team. You got to beat the Lions. They're no joke. For the first time in my life, the Lions were disciplined. And they let him go for Matt Patricia, who carries a laminated call sheet with a number two pencil. Okay? The man has a surface, yet he has a number two pencil. Okay? An iPad, and he has a number two pencil. I was done. And you brought him in for some houlda, woulda, coulda, shouldas. Not, I got it. Tom Coughlin was like, I'm coming back. Right? Or if uh, Tony Dungy was like, yo, I'm back. Uh, I, I get that. For Matt Patricia, you had a stable organization for the first time in its in ever. And then I thought about it, VJ. I said if the best wide receiver they've ever had, maybe top three, four player ever, and Calvin Johnson retired. Megatron. Not asked for a trade, VJ. He didn't say, you know, just trade me. He never touched the football again. Yeah. I don't even know if he plays Madden. <laughs> and then you had, of course, uh, uh, Barry Sanders, the greatest, my personal favorite athlete of all time, the best receiver they have ever had, maybe the best ever of all time. Did he ask for a trade? Did he was he running with the Bucks? Did you see him in a Jaguar uniform? No, he quit football. VJ, I said if they know something, then clearly I need to know what's going on, and I denounce him. Now I said all that to get back to this next quarterback. All right. You know who's making me mad? Hard knocks because they're trying to bring <laughs> me back. They're trying to bring me back. The coaches are, if nothing else, entertaining all of them. Yes, yes. They're, if nothing else, they're entertaining. You know how hard Knox is. Yes, With the editing, yes, the music, yes, and you're yes. like, man. <laughs> and they almost got me excited. And my daughter said to me, Daddy, who is the football team? And I said, baby, it's putrid in a jersey. <laughs> Don't worry about the Lions. I said all that to say Jared Goff. Jared Goff, mm. and it's for his, I'll tell you why. It's for his own career. It's not it's, – it's, are you going to be a perennial backup now? We're just a guy who will play another decade. You'll come in every now and again. You know, if somebody's injured for a long period of time, are you going to Fitzpatrick this thing? Maybe not even that much playing time. Or are you going to come back and say, this was a scenario more like a um, – I don't think he'll be this great, but just hear me out, Drew Brees, mm-hmm. where 
The Chargers say, nah, we're good, and he goes to the Saints, and he's able to have success and obviously become great. He's not going to be that. Detroit will not allow for that. But will he be able to find a place, find some? They got a couple of weapons. Defense should be a bit better, Hutchinson and the guys. And can he become a guy that would say, I'm a starter in this league, not just somebody who's going to be filling the gap till we get the next quarterback? Jared Goff, for me, is on that list. Hmm. That's interesting. That's a really interesting pick because I I think Jared Goff just is what he is. When he was coming out of – College, I thought he wasn't the right pick at the number one yeah. overall. And I was I, hearing that. You were here, too. Everybody yeah. thought that. Yeah, like, yeah, why, yeah, yeah, why, why would you get him number one? We we live out here in Los Angeles. We are here in California. We watch a ton of uh, Pac-12 football. So you you get a lot of Cal games. And we, we saw him. Okay, I said, you know, could be a nice quarterback. But, wow, number one overall? All righty. But as you were saying about Jimmy Garoppolo, he did take them to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He took them to a Super Bowl. He won some playoff games. And you go to a Super Bowl and then, um, you know, Bill Belichick says, Ooh, Hold yeah. up. Hold up. Will we ever remember <laughs> that up. game? That was the worst Super Like, no one brings that up. Not even the Patriot fans bring it up. They're yeah. just like, hey, we won some, some year, some year, 13, some blue three. and yellow team. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah. So, I that's that's an interesting one for me. But I, it, they got me sold in, man. Maybe I'm just a sucker for an underdog. I'm, I'm a sucker for the Lions. My younger brother, Terrence, was a diehard Lions fan our entire He still is to this day. Like, whenever the Lions go East Coast, he go to – and we love Barry Sanders, well, that, who I think yeah. is the best, purest running back – that I ever laid eyes on. I know respect to Jim Brown. I said that I ever laid right. eyes on. Nobody right. ever ran. Like, Barry, he'd run for 2,500 yards in today's league. Oh, it would be ridiculous. It would be ridiculous. By so, the way, I finally met him. Really? I need you to appreciate this moment because okay. you're a sports fanatic. Yeah, All yeah. of you are, you'll yeah. appreciate this. So you grow up in Detroit area. Barry Sanders is the guy. He's my favorite athlete of all time. This past Super Bowl, I'm working, you know, I work at a Spectrum, yep. and I'm out there. We're doing live shows from there. And the first couple days of the week – you're thinking, oh, it's going to be crazy radio. I think because of COVID. Yep. I think because of prices I heard. for organizations. I heard. Like, we can't be sending yep. all y'all out. We'll send nope. one person. We'll send, <laughs> you know, where's the setup? We'll, y'all get a table. Yeah, no exactly. Moves, y'all get a table. And all of a sudden. <laughs> You're producing too. You see a smaller guy walking around with a couple people. And I'm like, yo, that's Barry Sanders. And my producer, she's a news producer, right? She's wow. not a sports. So she's a little like, okay, Barry, uh, help me out. I'm like, help you. Girl. Help you out. And then the cameraman's like, oh, shoot, that's Barry Sanders. And his team was like, oh, maybe can you just give us, you know how it goes. We got to, we'll come back. And they ended up calling my producer back and said, you know what? We've got some time. Where are you guys at? And, <sighs> and I think a large part of that, and you know, being in this business, being specifically in LA, mm-hmm. while they're walking and talking and trying to figure it out, I'm just shooting the breeze with him. Man, Word. I just talking kids. He's like, oh, my what? son is doing it. You got, oh, you got him young now. It gets better. So I think when he thought, I think it helped that he was, oh, that, that one guy, oh, it was cool. That's, we can go do that. Yep. I think that helped, truly, because the lady ended up telling my producer. I said all this to say, couldn't have been nicer, couldn't have been cooler. He did, he did a, you know, he waited for us, did the Beautiful. hit, hung out. So it was Beautiful. usually in this business, you meet your star, your hero, you're disappointed. Mm-hmm. Barry yeah. Sanders, yeah. he was that. He was as I would have hoped. And the coolest part is I think as he's aged, he's starting to come out of his shell more. You can tell it's not oh, yeah. natural for him. He's yeah. not a walking Deion Sanders. Yeah. But you, can, <laughs> Who is? you know what I mean? But it was cool to see him coming out of his shell a little bit, uh, as you mentioned Barry Sanders. But anyway. No, that's dope to hear because Barry's just, he was always class personified. That's just what Barry was. And you you you, you did the right thing, man. Shaking hands and kissing babies, baby. This, oh, that's, this is what this sells. I've, I've been in commission sales for 30 years since I had a paper route. I'm not yeah. old. Yeah. So I've been in sales. So I, I know how to knock on your door and get you to subscribe to the to the Potomac News. Yep. I, so you did the right thing because I'd have done the exact same thing, just shaking hands, kissing babies. I ain't pressed. That's an art form, I, by I the way, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. You can't teach it. You, you, you have so it or you don't. Folks, you, it, big facts. You have it or you don't. 
and you and I and I try to teach a lot of young folk that like nah. listen, it's not it doesn't matter how good you are. It, it, yes, you want to be good, you want to work hard. Yep. But if you don't know the right people, you may never get that opportunity. Whatever it is, fill in the blank. And so I always try to tell young people, look, you got to step out. You get out there, network. Yep. You guys have the greatest generation of ability to network. Don't just use it for double tap and cool picks. Get out there, network, network. meet some people. You know, and, and, and baby talk always wins. Daddy talk and baby, when you start talking about your kids as a daddy. You, that's always going to win over, man. It's something about being a dad and being a dad that loves talking about his kids. So oh. you you hit the nail right you, on the head. Listen, nice I'm job. Say this nice before job. we get to what's trending, I'm going to throw this out here. Matter of fact, maybe we'll come back on the other side from what's trending. Matter of fact, who's doing updates? Who is it? Who are we with? Ryan Finley, I break it down. What is uh, what's trending? What's going on, VJ and Kelvin? Yeah, good to good to have you guys with us as we talk about a guy who does have kids. That would be Bucks quarterback Tom Brady. So he was gone for a couple of weeks, took himself away from the team. But we do know, according to NFL Network, that Brady, out because of personal reasons, will be rejoining the squad in Tampa tomorrow. So good news on that front. Packers star left tackle David Bakhtiari getting taken off the physically unable to perform list this week. He'll get back to some drill work separate from the team as he slowly gets more acclimated into the fold and getting back into playing shape. As far as three preseason games that are scheduled today in the NFL, one already completed, and I know Kelvin and VJ, you guys are watching every single play of this one, and unless you were not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I love preseason football. I'm that dork. Well, okay, so sort of like me, just because I love well, I, I, I really enjoyed Josh Rosen in college, but he did get some playing time in this one. He he got most of the playing time in the second half at QB for the Cleveland Browns. Just 7-20, though, 88 yards through the air. No interceptions. That's a good thing for him, but no touchdowns. It was a 21-20 win for the Eagles. Two more preseason games later on today, 7 Eastern. It's the Giants and the Bengals. And then it's Kelvin's Arizona Cardinals hosting the Baltimore Ravens at 8 p.m. Eastern. I don't know, Kelvin, if you're actually a, a Cardinal fan. But I just threw you well, in there. You know what? I'll tell you, Brian. Two <laughs> things we got to we got to address right now. One, I'm not, but I'll tell you. Went to the Lions game there. Maybe I don't. It was Kyler Murray's first game ever. Okay, first real game, not preseason. First real game. And I was sticking up for him as if I was a Cardinal fan. He was getting booed, VJ. Booed first. I'm like, this is his first game. Yeah. They're booing him, and I'm talking to people above me in the row, and they're trying to sell me on the Lions. Well, I'm trying to sell them on their new young stud quarterback. Stud. Second half. Comes back, light the Lions were up, maybe, you know, I don't know, 23 to 10 or something. Lights it up, ties the game, goes overtime, it ends up ending in a tie. But everybody was loving him, cheering. I was like, ain't this life right here? Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't a Cardinals, but for for a half, I was sticking up for the Cardinals. I'll tell you that way, Brian. By the way, when you said, speaking of kids, and you said quarterback, we all thought Phillip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> you said kids, quarterback, we all went Phillip yeah. Rivers. Yeah. Uh, or, or Antonio Cromartie. And Antonio oh, well. Cromartie. I was going to throw out that name. Former Charger as well. Yes, sir. So from kids to Major League Baseball, as a segue would have it, we had a couple of games that have been wrapped up, including one where there was booing, and it was for a much different reason. And Kelvin, that for what was happening in Arizona, in that the Braves, Marcelo Suna got booed by his own fans today in Atlanta. This was his first game back after being arrested because of a DUI charge, and the Braves ended up losing this one five to four to the Astros. The Yankees avoid the sweep; they take down the Blue Jays four to two. And I'm sure you guys saw the the tirade from Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, after yesterday's loss, where he sort of pounded in, in like took a punch to the table of where the microphone was being held in the press room. And then one more 
nugget to mention, guys, BMW Championship final round as part of the FedEx Cup playoffs on the PGA Tour. We have a, a really interesting race here at the end, 13 under both Patrick Cantlay and Scott Stallings, just a couple of holes to play here. So we might see some playoff golf, FedEx Cup playoffs, as I send it back to the two guys are rocking it right now, Kelvin Washington, VJ Husky, Fox Sports Radio. Brian, appreciate it there. Um, you know, it, we're going real quick back to uh, Asunia and the Braves and just fans booing. I mean, it's always interesting because one of the things that I, I've mentioned for years doing sports radio is the, the balance between obviously responsibility and accountability. We all get that. We know that. But then also the whole, you know, like the, the old saying in the Bible, check the log in your eye before you look in mine. And what I mean by that is there are many folks who were booing him and that night drove home drunk. You know, that night we're hammered at the game. And I'm not saying what he did was right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it's one of those, it's always interesting to me uh, how folks will say, you know, how could he do that? He shouldn't have did it. And I'm like, you literally were MC hammered at this game yep. and drove home. So, you know, obviously he needs to take accountability. And when you when being in this business and having been around so many professional athletes, they often talk about how uh, teams provide whatever you need. Hey, you need a security. You need a driver. You're going out on the weekend. Call this number. We will have someone come there, meet you there, take you where you want to go all night. Yep. Because we'd rather do that than have to deal with you being drunk, you get in a car accident, you killing someone because you were drunk and you crashed, or whatever the aftermath of some, you know, a, a mistake from you. We'd rather just send you with some security. But all the athletes say, "Yeah, but when I want to shake and move and do what I need to do." I, I don't need you knowing what I'm doing when I do when I do. Mm. And so it always becomes a challenging thing. But, yeah, it's, it's a bad situation because it's so recent. I think it was the second one in a matter of a couple of years. Um, it could, clearly you start to turn from, oh, that was just a dumb thing, to is this a mistake or a lifestyle, uh, you know. Yeah, but he, he, he has some other stuff, too. He was arrested last year, May of 2021, with an incident with his wife when the police say they witnessed him uh, physically yeah. assaulted. So, so he's, it's not just, I don't think it's just the DUI thing right now with a lot going on. We're protecting women and children in America. Anything, any athlete, allegedly. any celebrity, allegedly. And we, allegedly. I don't know if we really are. True, but, you know, the per- perception is reality. Yeah. I don't like it, but it is what it is. My, my dad always says, it is what it is, son. That's that's his favorite line. It is what it is. So that's what I live by, man. But I think it was more than that. But you're right, though. But that's also the teapot. You know, grandma used to tell you the teapot calling the kettle and the kettle called teapot. Yeah. Y'all yeah. both black. What, yeah. do you, what are you doing? So I agree with you on that. Can everybody say that phrase? Yeah, well, Martin messed it up. You remember the episode where Martin messed it up and they just kept recording? He's like, oh, Gina, don't be the pot or the kettle or the kettle calling the pot. And you could tell they both knew he what messed he, that line yeah. up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's President Bush, right? You know, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool, fool me twice. Try. Yeah. But, hey, you ain't going yeah, yeah. to fool me again. You ain't going to fool me again. What? <laughs> Hey, but we've all been there though. Where you, I listen as somebody, and I can tell, I can tell without even knowing you fully that you are the same type of person because you just pulled off three, two or three of them in a matter of ten seconds. Like my daddy used to say, like my mom used to say, I love pulling those off too. Oh, yeah, Problem is, every now and again, you don't remember exactly how it went, so you've set up this serious moment. You know, and it's like they always say, and everybody's like, oh, what do they say, Kelvin? And you're like, that um. Just don't go left yeah. when the turn signal's right. See, You're like, what? See? Yeah, what? <laughs> like, they didn't exactly what? work like that. What? Um, all right, I want to throw somebody out <laughs> at you. <laughs> You're not gonna. You're gonna disagree with this. We're talking about quarterbacks real quick, and we'll, we'll, we'll finish this conversation. A lot more, of course, football to get to. But I want to throw this person. You already can pin down what it's going to be. 
40 touchdowns minimum. Probably only seven, eight interceptions. Uh-huh. Ten max. I know you talking about. You know where I'm going with this? I know exactly who you're talking about. I I, I like to, he has a name, but I like to call him discount double check. Okay. Well, you know, you know exactly who I'm talking, I know exactly about. What you're talking about. So then go ahead, break it down why you feel that we're clearly on the same page of I know you don't have anything to prove as far as who you are. We know who you are, we know what you do. You mess around and be back to back MVP. Like it's very possible he could be MVP just because of how good he is. But postseason, bruh, it's not the, the math is not mathing. Uh-huh. From how great you are, talent, even myself, I have said, outside of Barry and maybe one or two other people, he may be the most talented, just pure talented football players, period, I've ever seen. Uh-huh. But he's in a position, literally, the position where you can factor in the game more than anyone else. And it isn't adding up that you have one Super Bowl ring, that you don't make it to the NFC Championship game and win it, Regularly, like regular, you should be like as great as you are six and two in NFC championship games. That's not the case for him. Uh, And it's gotten to the point where guys like Pat Mahomes, there was a period where Russell Wilson, obviously we'll ignore Tom Brady. That's just a given. But there's a handful of guys you automatically were saying, man, they got, you know, like Super Bowl. They're in there. And then you start to not do that with Aaron Rodgers. You don't even know. You're just like, "I, I don't know. But, like, you put Pat Mahomes in that category, right? You put uh, uh, Russell Wilson when he had his run in that category. Guys where you're like, oh, yeah, they should be in the Super Bowl. I don't, Aaron Rodgers, to be as great as he is and how the success he is, it doesn't feel like we're doing that. You know why I give discount double-check the pass that I give him? <laughs> and it's simply because football, the NFL, is the only sport where, in my opinion, a ring solidifies you at the quarterback position. When you're already tabbed to be great. Now, it doesn't solidify a Brad Johnson, a Trent Dilfer, those guys right. that we mentioned before. It doesn't solidify that. Kerry Collins won a Super Bowl yep. with the Giants. It doesn't solidify those guys. We know that. That's just common sense. But it solidifies Peyton. Exactly. It solidifies Eli. It solidifies a lot of guys. It solidified Breeze. Like, it solidifies you. Dan Marino, to me, is the best pure passer I ever laid my eyes on. Now, A-Rod may be the best as far as because he can move way better, move, he yeah. can he can move way better. Than Marino could, but nobody could dance away from people in the pocket and still strike it thirty yards down the field like Marino could. I mean, he could just no, flat I, out spin it. He has become, but he doesn't have the ring. Underrated, it's yeah. getting ridiculous. Yeah. He, he doesn't have the ring. He was throwing for five thousand yards in eighty four. Yeah. Okay, like he been doing this. What these young guys are doing now today. So, but I'm not keeping him out of my top five. But he can't be like one, two, or three because you don't have the ring. That's just realness, and that's my favorite football player other than Charles Woodson of all time. Right. So. I, I give him that pass because it's a it's a team game, Kelvin. It's a team game, man. And yes, they've lost some some NFC Championship games, but he didn't he didn't let Mozart run for two hundred and something yards on him up in San Francisco, right. one of those conference championship games. He you know there's he didn't he didn't give up the Seattle game. He didn't give up the onside kick. He didn't let Russell Wilson throw two bombs and one hail mary throw up pass for a touch. He didn't do those things. So I I get what you're saying, See, and you're right, but. I'm not going to rag on him, and he doesn't have anything to prove to me with the MVPs and everything else. He still can stick that one finger up with that big ring on it, bro, and be like, hey, I'm a cha- I am ai won a Super Bowl. And we're going to say boo nah. because you only have one. <laughs> First of all, see, this is what I'm talking about. 30 minutes ago, you were mean Joe Clark. You were for lean on me walking around with a bat talking about I don't want 11-6 and six from Tua. I want it to be a great 11-6. and six. And now look at you. Yeah. 
giving Aaron Rodgers a pass for walking around with one ring. Meanwhile, the folks that we hold him to standard, the guys that he was of the same ilk, the Ben Roethlisberger's, even Eli Manning's, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, of course, again, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. All these guys have multiple. Where would you have him then? Because I don't put him with Brady. Brady, listen, Brady's outreached everybody. True, that's okay? why he's like Jordan. He's Lever, the, yeah, he's the just, Bill Russell yeah. and Jordan of the rings of the NFL. So somebody's reaching him. But Peyton's got two. But we know the second one, that offense had 168 yards in the Super Bowl combined. Peyton, like it, Peyton was hoping we forgot. He was exactly. hoping enough years had passed that so we forgot So he got that. his second one. Eli's got two. So if you wanted to start to put the list together, I would still say – A-Rod's a top 10 quarterback of all time, might be top eight, top seven. To me, with that one ring, now if he didn't have that ring, I might slide him a little down. So I'm not holding him to top five guys of all time because I don't think he's a top five guy of all time. But I think what's disappointing before we break here, I think is it it was LeBron maybe pre-Miami where you're like, okay, talent-wise, he's already probably a top seven, eight. You know, at that point in his career, was that 2000, you know, 10, 11? Yeah. But you're going – Ah, he's need that. He needs that ring. So then LeBron gets a couple rings, yep. and you're still like, yeah, I can't give him top this because he's only got a couple. Because you know how talented he is and how much of a role he plays on the team. Like Mookie Betts, because he's in our face right now. I got the Dodgers That's on my our guy face too. Um, you know, uh, Mike Trout. Well, can't control the Angels singularly, right? Yeah. He's arguably the best player of his generation at the end, might be the best ever or top two or three, but he no. it means nothing. I, me being on this team does not mean we're winning a ring, whereas if you're LeBron, if you're Kobe, and if you're Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, you can control, and so it's disappointing that you're walking around with run ring because it's kind of like, well, dang, that's all you got? So what does he need to prove to you? He needs another ring, so or does he need ring, to get to another Super Bowl? He need great question. He needs to at start with getting there because you okay. you don't get there enough for how great you are. You've been in the league a long. It almost felt like for a while we we're just like, man, but he's only been six. Again, LeBronish, man, he's still got another whole ten years. Now I was like, no, nah, he's been in the league a long time to be having one ring. Like that doesn't make sense if he were all hanging out in the quarterback club and you're looking like that guy only has one. But he's in the Super Bowl quarterback club room with all the other Super Bowl quarterback champions. Like he's still it's in Martin the room. It's Martin Scorsese. He's How still does he only in the have room. One best director. <laughs> you feel me? That's what it is. He's Martin Scorsese. You walk in the room, you're like, okay, some of the greatest movies we've ever seen are from that guy. He's only got like people feeling bad. Like, how did I have a uh, an, an Academy Award before him? Well, because the movie that you right. made was the, was the best movie that year. Oh, don't get started. Nah, the movie we that was, you we, made that was the be best enough. movie no, that, that will year. Be another segment. Don't that, do that. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just telling you. It, but even back to Aaron Rodgers, it, look, look. Scent of a Woman was it, not better than it, Malcolm X. It, no, well, of course. Well, but we know what that is. We know why Malcolm. Okay, yeah, we'll all right. Yeah, I'm all just right. saying. Yeah, okay, but but we, but we know. What, oh, I'm with you, bro. Come on now. What kind of forever? Stop playing with me, Kelvin. Cinema <laughs> was a nice movie. Did you see Denzel transform? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. He should have been one way before training day. Yeah. Way before. I'm, so I'm, I'm with you on that. But with Aaron Rodgers. That might be the next segment. I, movie I, snubs. <laughs> I honestly just think that. It's it, it's I'm really different when it comes. It, it's really it's really it's different when it comes to the quarterback position. We still know all how great he is, and that front office has not always done the best job to give him all the talent. He is also needed to win some of those games. You're blaming him I, I for losing. You're too talented to get it done, regardless. Ooh. All right, you're too talented. And I'm Joe Clark. LeBron got booby. <laughs> I know it's a different sport, but LeBron got booby Gibson to the finals. Okay, booby Gibson didn't even believe he was getting there. We're going to the finals. Hey, Tom Brady, MIA. And I don't mean the Dolphins. 
where he was, of course, you know, they had a little some tampering situation. Where the heck is Tom? What's going on with that? We'll talk about that next. It is Kelvin Washington, VJ Husky, Fox Sports Sunday. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. So make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever you get your podcast from. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Usually we say this figuratively, but I really want you to rock out right now. VJ Husky, Kelvin Washington with you, Fox Sports Sunday. Uh, this is touching your soul, right? Do you drum or something? What's going on? Man, let me tell you something. Metallica is the greatest metal band of all time, and it's not close, and it's because of times like this. Do you hear that? No, I hear that. Do you hear that? And more than anything, Woo! I'm enjoying seeing you hear it. I was military raised, man. I'm diverse, bro. I grew up around a lot of different type of people. So that was music, food, culture. And one of my football teammates in middle school is playing this tape. And somebody's like, yo, turn that rock here. Because we trying to listen to NWA and right, all that. Right. But I'm listening to it. But I'm like, yo, this is hype hard. music. Yeah. And we went out and won that game like 55 to nothing. And ever since then, Metallica... It's just, and even now they just did that forty year, that forty year anniversary in San Francisco. You watch that online, dude. It's just like forty years. Listen, to Amazing. your point, you may have a preference, right? You might prefer hip hop, somebody might prefer rock or country, yeah. but good music is good music. Yes, and, and, and vibes are vibes. And I grew up the same way. My mother is originally from, uh, well, like she grew up in Michigan, but she was back and forth between Berkeley area in Michigan. Okay. So she had a diverse. So I would grow yeah. up listening to stuff that average person. To this day, my wife's like, "How do you? Why do you know <sighs> that?" And I'm like, girl, this is it's uh, good music. And yeah. that my mom right, my mom was the first person blue. I'll give you to give you an example. She said, There's this white guy who's rapping. I think he's gonna be a star. I'm like, who is this? And it ended up being Eminem. Like, why do my mom know before me? Like, and then she'll be like, Hey, did you hear this new uh Gloria Estefan, this new Cars album, and so on and so forth. Tom Brady, a whole lot of news with going on with him. I don't know what he is. He's filming stuff. Is it family matters? What's going on? VJ and I will discuss coming up next. What the heck is going on with Tom Brady? Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Sunday, Kelvin Washington, VJ Husky. Uh, so far, so good, man. We got another couple of hours, so lock in with your boys. Again, if you want to get us up on Twitter, Husky ENT for him, K-Dub Live for myself. And if you want to jump in on the phone lines, that's 877-99 on Fox. Uh, we've been talking about him. It's so funny. He's so great that we, we talk about him without actually talking about him, and that's Tom Brady, right? He just comes up because you have conversations about winners or you have conversations about, uh, of course, quarterbacks, and he comes up. Um 
Well, by the way, one thing I've been enjoying about Tom Brady, I've been enjoying his leaving the military camp that is New England, and we're starting to see a more fun side of him, right? You, you saw him on the shop with LeBron and he uh, not too long ago, and he was talking about kind of this whole situation of where he might go, but then he said, you know, uh, they didn't want me. They wanted someone else. And he said, I'm like, you want that mother lover? Ooh. That's what he said. And <laughs> goes on, and, and, and everybody started to speculate, was it this person? Was it this team? Was it this quarterback? Uh, but now we have Dana White just coming out and, and saying stuff like this. But all he said of, it, though. I was about to say, all of a sudden, Dana White doesn't have do, something do, do to I say. Dana White? Do I do Dana White? Let me, <laughs> Let me try. Well, so Dana White comes out and he just starts talking. And uh, he was talking to ESPN. He's talking for his UFC uh, 278, which, of course, is, you know, we got. I mean, I'm not a UFC guy like that, but we got. I mean, that was an insane couple of matches, uh, fights that yeah. we saw some bouts there. Yeah. But he's talking about a deal that he had with, with Brady and Grunk to the Raiders. And he said, I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Grunk to come to the Raiders. And it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And he and he broke loose. And uh, you got it now? All right. So I'm going to just shut up and let him say it. I, I, I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders. And it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And Whoa. all Whoa. hell broke loose, man. It was crazy. And, and, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except Gruden blew the deal up. And there's so much story that goes along with this behind the scenes. All right. I'm going to just let you hop in on this and help me make sense of this. Did the- Gruden – Get fired because of emails and all types of other stuff? Or did he really get fired because you had a chance to get Gronk and Brady and you said, nah. You know what I hate about this the most? This is almost like side snitching. Okay. This is almost like, yeah, I'm going to go at this from a different angle because Dana likes to talk. He does. I'm, not, I'm like you. I'm not a big UFC guy. I'm more of a boxing purist. I grew up with boxing. UFC is like legalized street fighting, so it's just <laughs> like I get it, but it's just not my thing. And there's, there's 500 fighters. It's hard to keep up with them all. But this is like side snitching. Why would you say this? What What do you have to gain from this but self-indulgent? What if Brady don't want this out, bro? Right. What if Gronk don't want this out? And now Gruden, for whatever he was and for whatever he he did and whatever he was emailing, which I always say, he was emailing somebody a lot so just somebody else that felt like he felt, but he was the guy that had to take the right. fall for it. I get it. That's the way society moves. Okay, fine. But why are you putting this out, bruh? Like, this is so self-indulgent. This is so, hey, look over here. Hey, look at me. But from where I come from, this is like side snitching. It didn't go down even if there was an agreement. It didn't go down so why are you speaking on it? Now, what is Tampa looking? What is the dog? Here's another flip. Are we now, so was that tampering? Right. Now can we go after the Raiders like y'all went after the Dolphins? And as a Dolphin fan, trust me, guys, I didn't care that Stephen Rawls got suspended. I didn't care we got fined and got the draft pick taken away. I didn't, I'm not that fan. I didn't care about that. It is what it is. But now, was that tampering? You had a deal in place. You're not even involved in the NFL, bro. You're not an agent. This has so this stinks to high heaven for me. And I hated the fact that he felt that he was it was bragging, right? I I said I go. had this. I put who are who are you? When it comes to the NFL and football, bruh, stick to what you do and stay over there. Don't come over here. But if I'm Brady, uh, excuse me, sir, why are you telling my business like this? Okay, yeah, we just had it, but it didn't happen. 
Like, wh- yeah. why are you doing this? Well, to add to that, you know, the, that shop episode from I think it was twenty uh, was it twenty twenty one last year, where Brady talks about uh, and he said, "Well, I'm looking back, I'm glad I didn't end up going to that team." Now that could just be him posturing, saying, "I didn't go because it didn't happen, so it's easy." You know, okay, yeah, I'm glad course. I'm happy where I am. And clearly, it worked out for him. He's seventy two years old, winning another Super Bowl title, so it worked out. But you brought up you brought up a couple of great points. Now I start with Dana White is a promoter, so this is what he does, right? I stir ish up, I do this, I promote. I look at me, look at me, look at that. You know that's part of the game for him. Uh, loose lips, but it's what you said. Loose lips sink ships, uh, and, and and there's a possibility of that. Now the good thing about it is, uh, if you're if you're Derek Carr, now it doesn't matter in the sense that John Gruden is no longer your coach, but you could say, man, look at what look at the faith that this organization, or at least that coach at the time, and I would assume the organization had in me, that they had an opportunity to get the greatest of all time and one of the greatest tight ends of all time, and they said, nah, we'll pass because we, I'm assuming, because we have you. Uh, we believe in you, Derek Carr, that much. You know, Obviously, Tom has a better career. He has all the accolades. But he's also, at the time, what would he have been, 42, 43. Whereas Derek Carr, you know, at whatever his age was, clearly has much more in the tank. So I think if you're Derek Carr, you hear this story, maybe that's firing you up. Maybe Dana White said that to fire up the Raiders and say, hey, you know, this we, we stuck with you guys, and now you have an, uh, an Adams coming as well. Get it done. But it, it's interesting uh, to think about what that would have been like. Going from an organization that is known to be tight-lipped, an organization that – Oh, uh, yeah, uh, next page, next yeah. story, football. Yeah. That's all we care about. Her. Yeah. To go to the Raiders World, World where it was Cincinnati. win, baby, win. Yeah. You know, about chaos, you know, having fun, being wild, throwing the long ball. That would have been an interesting, you know, uh, contrast going from Brady going to, to that with the Raiders. It stinks, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm staying on it. It stinks. And, and here's the thing. If you're, if, you're, if you're Josh McDaniels, do you like hearing this, man? You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you're Bill Belichick, do you like hearing this? If you're Robert Kraft, do you like hearing this? There's just too many things involved for you to just run your mouth like this. And I don't know Dana. I don't know him, never met him, never talked to him, nothing. But I'm just looking at you just as a man right now, bro. This just had too much, like I said, look at me, you know, narcissism to it. Like, bro, but, I, like, but VJ, you're, not, you're exactly right. That's exactly what it was. It was look at me. So I think it becomes... Look at me, look at how powerful I am, and look at the town in which I'm operating in, right? I'm a player in Vegas, right? (laughs) Not only do I bring you big bouts and big matches and big shows, and I'll bring you arguably the greatest athlete in a sport in in football history. I'll bring you in in, in Grunk. This is what I'm doing. I'm Don King who? Man, listen. I'm the king of Vegas. You know, Viva Las Vegas, they were talking about me. That's what Dana does, White said. Does Dana talks. White even need that right now? That's what I'm saying. What do what do you think you were gaining? Does Dana White need this? Everybody knows who you are already. You think it was just a shot a shot at Gruden? Like that jerk, uh, that idiot, it, that guy. It, like it, let me let me let me get people to be even. Let me pile on and get folks to be even more mad at him or, or call him an idiot or stupid by telling them, "Hey, I had the deal. I helped facilitate a deal. We had it on lock." And John Gruden said, "Nah." So maybe it's an element of him. You know what I mean? Like maybe they got some personal thing, and he's like, "Let me put." 
this out there so folks will just continue to add on the genre. And that's and that's fine, but at the same time, I'm going to pick that apart too, man, because my dad always taught me, you don't kick a man when he's down. I, I'm, I believe John Gruden is suffering is. enough right now all on he's his down. own. That man will probably never be able to coach anywhere but some high school out in the sticks in the Midwest years from now, okay? He'll never get another NFL or college coaching job. So sometimes a real lion doesn't have to – a real true lion doesn't have to roar. All a lion, if a lion walked in this studio right now, everybody jumping up. Mm-hmm. He ain't got to say a word. It's a lion. Is he from Detroit? Who? <laughs> the lion? I'm, listen, back to that just as fast as I can. I'm in on him. Vegas has it six and a half. I'm going over on the six and a half as far as wins. I like him with seven wins. I know you don't, you're don't. you not going to feel that, but I do. The, I will say they played harder. They competed. They lo- they looked a bit better than their record last year. Yep. I'll give you that. They were in a yep. bunch of close games, but I'll also tell you as a former lifelong fan, yes, former. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I always say that, and then I come right on these airways and talk about how I'm still – it's like the old girlfriend you check in every – what's she doing right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping yeah, over her no more. But you still, why are you on her still page? scrolling on her page. Yeah. You still scrolling on her page. So uh, I always check in, but they they play harder than they play much harder than they than the record indicated. They were right in some games. They just don't have the talent to to end, you know to win some of them to close it out. So maybe you're right. Maybe they will be able to do that. Uh, but I just find yeah, I find that's a great a great point of you brought up. How what's the real service of this? And maybe he was yeah. just drunk. And you know, just having a, the kind of chopping it up and having a great time talking. But you're you're right in that this when you don't think about how this could burn some other people. But I yes. do think maybe there's an element of you know I'm there's a personal beef with John, and I'm a, and the opposite of you. I'm in a contact sport. I am gonna kick that man where he's down. Uh, and maybe, that's there's an element of that. That's selfish, and I don't like selfish people. Oh. And, and I don't like people that show that they're selfish. Like that's showing. Like you say, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, we got something personal, and you're down. Now I'm a pop. That's selfish, and I don't rock with that. All right, well, good to know. I appreciate you uh, not rocking with that. It's good. It's good to know. <laughs> Look, sorry for that. A man sorry of for ethics that, and yeah. morals. <laughs> sorry for that passion right there, man. But somebody, nah, that just rubs me somebody wrong. Somebody selfish was about to text you right now. One of your friends, like, oh dang, he don't, cool. that mean he don't like me yeah. right now. All right. Block. Uh, <laughs> there's more. There's more vj with with tom brady uh because we just talked about where he was gonna go where is he now is also what folks want to know we'll talk about that as well again don't forget you can jump in on the show if you want to 877-99 on fox reach out to us husky nt uh kate up live for myself on social media i'm expecting to hop on twitter right now and see if i've gotten any tweets well again more tb12 talk when we come back fox sports sunday that's a little do you love selena like really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Sunday vibe right here, right? Yes. Riding around, whatever you might be doing on Sunday. If you're like us, riding around with the kids, handling business. Maybe you just driving home from church or something. You say, I already forgot the message because you're thinking about an old girl. <laughs> like, oh, shoot, my bad. I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me already. Uh, maybe you're sitting back watching some preseason football, getting ready for it. Got a game coming up here in 40 minutes. So either way, we appreciate you rocking with us. Fox Sports Sunday, Kelvin Washington, VJ Husky, and again, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, let me know when we have him, Ryan. Get ready to uh, have a conversation with Tyler Dragon here in a minute. USA Today NFL reporter. A whole lot of football to talk about. Uh, and one of the things I mentioned was Tom Brady. And we're all been kind of wondering, uh, Tyler, as he joins the show, thank you for joining us. Tyler, 
What I I've been hearing is Tom Brady filming a uh, was it Dancing with the Stars maybe or something a mass singer. Uh, Tom Brady, it's personal reasons. Then they come on saying, no, it's no, no, he's not hurt. The family's not hurt. What is going on with TB12? How you, how you going to retire, come back, and then be MIA? <laughs> yeah, they are really keeping it close to the vest, uh, Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I mean, all we've heard is a personal issue. We don't know if it's with him, if it's with his family. We honestly don't know. But the Bucks did come out and say that they are in expecting that Tom Brady will be back out on a practice field uh, this week. So, you know, that is good news for the organization. It's good news for whatever it is going on with Tom Brady. And, you know, I don't think it was a too big of an issue. Tom Brady, he doesn't need a lot of training camp reps. He doesn't need a lot of practice reps. Uh, 20-plus years in the NFL, he's seen everything, gone through millions of practices. I do think it's a, a bigger deal for Julio Jones and some of the new players for the Bucks, and, you know, the offensive line, and most of them are, you know, not played with Tom Brady. Well, the center hasn't played a lot of snaps with Tom Brady. So, you know, I do think it's a bigger deal for, you know, the new players, um, especially along the offensive line and uh, the receiver room. But overall, it's not a huge issue. And hey, VJ Vernon Husky here, man. Todd Dragon, always a pleasure talking to you, man. Follow you a lot and enjoy the work that you do. Uh, let's stick with the Bucks. They lost another offensive lineman, a guard, towards ACL and MCL last night. We know Jensen, which is just a beast mauler at the center position, is now also out too. And then they lost both guards, one retired and then the free agent guy uh, from last year. So this, this offensive line looks a little shaky right now. And Tom Brady's always had trouble where you can get up the middle and him get in his face and get at his feet. Is this cause for concern for anybody that expects them to go far and possibly get back to the Super Bowl? Yes, it is definitely calls for concern. Tom Brady's uh, kryptonite, which is pretty much all quarterbacks kryptonite, is uh, pass rushing attack. But specifically with Tom Brady, he has always found trouble when there has been uh, disrupted uh, defensive tackles rushing up the middle, whether it's an Aaron Donald or you know Fletcher Cox, it doesn't matter. But if you pressure Tom Brady uh, in the interior. He does have trouble. He gets happy feet in the pocket, and you can see that he gets rattled a little bit. So the Bucks specifically, when they're, uh, they lost one of their guards in free agency to the Bengals, and now they lost their starting center, Ryan Jensen, probably for the entire season, that's significant blows to the Bucks and their Super Bowl chances. He is Tyler Dragon, USA Today NFL reporter, and he's joining Kelvin Washington as well as VJ Husky. We appreciate it. Uh, I, I want to I go to a team that I've kind of just been confused on what they're doing. Uh, typically, if you see uh, Tyler, a team that has drafted someone young or a top-notch quarterback, it's usually because they were terrible in that year and they got a number one, <laughs> number two, top ten pick, whatever it may be. And then you're like, all right, we're excited. We're, we're coming. Things are coming. To, you know, going to start building up momentum. Well, I go to the – 49ers and I look at it and say this team is tailor-made for a championship defensively you got a fully healthy Nick Bosa he's ready to rock and have a beast year you got the running game you've obviously had some success you got a great tight end you have these pieces here Debo Samuel I mean like they're sitting there and then you have a championship caliber at least from his you know he's had these moments and Jimmy Garoppolo who they no longer won that that's clearly a thing but Trey Lance does not seem to be the guy. The reports are he's been inconsistent. One day he's good, next day he's not. 
Why are they willing to ride with Trey Lance where it might take, rightfully so, deservedly so, he hadn't really played a lot of football, it might take him another two, three years to get it right when they're tailor-made to win now? Yeah, you know, I, I get what you're saying, but Trey Lance, he has a higher upside than Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's allowed the Shanahan offense to expand. He's more mobile, more athletic, has a stronger arm. He is a little bit raw, and yes, he has had some practices where he's airmailed a few passes to Debo Samuel and uh, George Kittle, but when you look at Trey Lance as a whole, you can see his potential is there and he has a higher ceiling and he's more athletic than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's going to have some growing pains this year, going into year two with the 49ers. But I think by the end of the season, you will see why the 49ers went ahead with Trey Lance. And you kind of saw it in his first uh, preseason game uh, this uh, year. You know, he had some, a shaky throw that was a, uh, uh, a little high, but then he had a 70-plus yard touchdown pass. So, you know, it's hit or miss plays, but I do think overall he's the better answer than Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, Tyler, let's shift to a team that we don't have a lot of questions about. I understand you were at one of their preseason games, and that is the Los Angeles Rams, the defending National Football League Super Bowl champions. I love this team. I think this team is great. I think they're poised for a run. I think they're a team that can repeat. But I'm just a little concerned about Matt Stafford's elbow, and that's because I kind of live by this own personal sports rule of mine. If it bothers them in August, it's probably going to bother them in November, December, and January. Is there any cause for concern there? Have you heard anything out there? Are these Rams ready to really get back out there healthy 100% and, uh, and defend this thing? There is mild calls for concern because it is on his uh, throwing arm. But, you know, I talked to Sean McVay, and he doesn't seem overly concerned. They kept him out of a few practices uh, for, you know, just out of abundance of a caution. They don't really play their starters in the preseason anyways. I do think he'll be fine once the regular season uh, comes rolling in. But they are going to monitor, you know, that, you know, injured elbow throughout the season, but I do I don't think it's a huge cause for concern. And then you look at this Rams offense, I think it's really important for them to establish the run. That's something that they have gotten away from since uh, Todd Gurley's departure. So if you establish the run and become more of a balanced offense, that takes some of the load off Matthew Stafford and his bothersome elbow. One more from me. I want to go to the AFC West. We were just talking, VJ and I. We didn't get to hit on it enough, so that's why you're going to do it, Tyler. <laughs> Look at that that division, and, I mean, goodness gracious, you might it, probably the greatest division of quarterbacks at one single time that we've ever seen. And maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there was a team back in the 70s, 80s I'm missing, but I, I can't remember one. Uh <laughs> Kind of rank what you expect to happen in that division. Uh, are, are the Raiders going to be able to punch through, or is it going to be one of those bad situations where, man, we're such a good team, but look who is who we got to fight, let alone the conference in our own division, and, and, and we may be not able to make the playoffs? Yeah, that's a great question. I really like what the L.A. Chargers did this offseason. They signed the number one cornerback in free agency and J.C. Jackson. They traded for Khalil Mack to pair with Joey Bosa. And then they, you know, shored up their defensive line because they did have trouble stopping the run last year. Drafted Zion uh, Johnson at a guard. So I do think the Chargers could uh, win the AFC West, actually. I know that's going to surprise some folks, but I like what the Chargers did. Justin Herbert's obviously still there. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, 
And then I probably have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. They won a division six straight years in a row. But I do think they got worse. Lost Tyreek Hill and Tyron Matthews. So that's going to be significant blows for them. But I still think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League. It's hard to count him out and Andy Reid. And then probably the Raiders number three. Uh, Devontae Adams, Derek Carr joining up, Fresno State teammates. I like what they did. And then for the Denver Broncos. I know Russell Wilson's there, but I still have some questions about their offensive line and their receiver room and a little bit of their defense is high power, but I still have some questions if they can get that chemistry going along the offense. And this is awesome because I'm going to stay with the AFC West because the team that you didn't mention is the team that I believe will win the division this year, and that's because I just love the moves they made, and I just love Josh McDaniel's offensive mind, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. They're plus 650 in Vegas, so I get it. But I'm with you as far as the Broncos. I don't like the schedule. I think Russell Wilson's pass is prime. They play a lot of late games on the East Coast at 1 p.m. start. Instead of feels 10 a.m. to them in some cold places. I just love Devontae Adams. I love what they're doing of them bringing Chandler Jones. You you tag him up with Max Crosby, who's a top five edge rusher, and you're, you're bringing in an offensive mind to go with a quarterback that threw for 4,800 yards. Great running backs, great slot receiver, and, and I, am I the only one? Am I just, you know, wishing in the win here, or is the AFC just that great that they're just going to finish? Like I just, I'm with you with the Chiefs, too. They lost, like, Tariq Hill's the best weapon in football. He's the most dangerous guy in the league, and you lost that. I think that accounts for much. What are your thoughts on the Raiders and my feeling that they're going to win this division? Well, you know, I did say they would finish third, and I can see three teams going to the playoffs in the AFC West. I do love what the Raiders did this offseason. They probably had the second, maybe even first best offseason in the AFC. Chandler Jones, as you mentioned, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Devontae Adams. I do like what the Raiders have done, but I have questions about their secondary and then their linebackers. I don't question their defensive front, especially with Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, but their secondary concerns me. And then when they go up against teams like the L.A. Chargers with uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, or even, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, they lost Hill, but they have an assortment of receivers and they still have the best quarterback in the National Football League. I do have questions about their defense and then their offensive line as well. Well, we have no question that you are the man, Tyler Dragon. Yes. We appreciate you joining us so much. Again, make sure you follow him at the Tyler Dragon. Uh, great follow. Thank you. We appreciate it, brother. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day. All right. Uh, I want to switch gears from football just for a bit. Obviously, as we're gearing up for regular season, even got some preseason action here happening in just a moment. Folks still want to talk football. But I did hear some couple of things that happened in basketball. Maybe that started and <laughs> didn't happen. We'll get more into that in just a moment. Brian Flynn and Finley right now. What's trending? Yes, Kelvin and VJ. That's, we do have some interesting NBA news as well. I don't know if it's the same thing as what you're talking about. We'll touch on that in a moment. But as far as the NFL, to, to feed your football appetite here, two more preseason games today, including one that's about to kick off in about a half an hour in New York, Giants and Bengals. And then at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's the Cardinals hosting the Ravens. That one can be seen on Fox. The one that already got finished up was the Browns losing at home 21-20 to against the Eagles, where it was the Garner Minshew show. He got the start at QB for Philadelphia, 14-17 through the air, 142 yards. No picks. That's good for him. No touchdowns, though, as well. As far as other nuggets from the NFL, big news in 
Tampa Bay Bucks camp where quarterback Tom Brady, who's been out since earlier this month because of undisclosed personal reasons, is set, according to NFL Network, to be back with the team tomorrow. His teammate, Aaron Stinney, who was also supposed to be in the mix to be a starting left guard, tore his ACL and MCL in last night's preseason game against the Titans. That injury is considered season-ending. Packers star left tackle David Bakhtiari got good injury news and in that he is about to be taken off the physically unable to perform list this week. He'll go back to individual drills and then soon reunite with his team to get his body in playing shape. Quarterback for the Seahawks, Drew Locke, returning to practice today after he came down with COVID and had to miss that last preseason game with Seattle. As far as baseball is concerned, some, some noteworthy games here. The Phillies have squandered a lead. Mark Conha has hit a two-run homer in the top of the ninth as it's now 10-8 the Mets over the Phillies in the ninth, still batting here, is New York in the top half of the frame. Elsewhere, the Mariners are starting to chisel into that deficit, trailing the Athletics now just 4-3 to three as Seattle is batting in the top of the seventh. they got a runner on second base. The Dodgers have a home run from Cody Bellinger, up 6-2 to two against the Marlins in the top of the seventh. And the Padres trying to hang on here late against the Nats in San Diego 2-1. Completed games, the Yankees avoid getting swept by the Blue Jays 4-2. The final there, the Rays hang on against the Royals 3-2. The Brewers with three home runs on the way to a 5-2 victory against the Cubs. And the Braves fell at home to the Astros 5-4. And Atlanta's own Marcelo Suna playing in his first game back since he was arrested because of a DUI charge. And the Braves fans let him know how they felt about that they were booing him as he made his way to the plate. BMW Championship, it goes to none other than Patrick Cantlay. He is your winner after he birdied 17 today in the final round. This all, of course, part of the FedEx Cup playoffs and then was able to par 18. And then some interesting news out of the NBA where Heat forward Udonis Haslam, Kelvin, and VJ is about to play his 20th season. He said at his youth camp that he's coming back for a 20th year. And then lastly, you have news with the Boston Celtics and Jason Tatum telling Taylor Rooks of Bleacher Report that the last two months of this past season, he was playing with a fracture. See, there you go, VJ. There it is, VJ. (laughs) You you said, folks, kind of, you know, talk about that. Now, okay, so thank you, Brian. We we appreciate Brian because, all right, look, Jason Taylor, it very well could have been true, but that did not overwhelmingly hurt you in the finals. You got to give credit to the Warriors' defense. Yeah. And and just him maybe trying too hard. Uh, So, you know, we won't go in there. I do want to go back to Udonis Haslam. So the best thing you can do if you are a middling player in the NBA is get into the Miami Heat organization. Yeah. They will let you grab a bag until you're 49 years old. Juwan Howard, literally they didn't even have a jersey for him. They were like, man, just put on a suit. Yeah. And he was a player. Player. For seven years past him really being a player. (laughs) So now Udonis Haslam just keeps coming back, and all he does is say, come on, baby, you know we can do it. Y'all can play harder than that. Let's get it going. Or try to fight Jimmy Butler. And try to beat up Jimmy Jimmy Butler Butler every now and again. (laughs) And he's in year what? 33? I thought it was 42. 40, no, you're right. Don't he got a great grandson who a rookie? Yes, his he great does. great grandson just got Over drafted. Over there the Yeah, yeah, Ubonis. Yeah. I think his name is Ubonis <laughs> Haslam. Yeah, named after his granddad, great-granddad. Yeah, Ubonis Haslam. No, is. 
<laughs> he is setting the record now. He is the new Kurt Thomas. Props. Remember Kurt Thomas just wouldn't Props. go anywhere? Props. I love it. Listen, because listen, the minimum. Thank you. Is got to be, especially for a guy like him. Yep. He's probably making minimum. Somebody yeah. can look it up. I mean, I could five, six, seven, eight million just to just to go see free basketball. Yep, just to go see free and have basketball. Pat Riley be your guy. <laughs> While he, they're going through warm ups, he on the bench with his legs crossed, leaning back, sipping on Gatorade. Oh man, living a life. I'm doing. I did it wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, come Washington, VJ Husky. I want. I want to stay with basketball for just a moment. Again, we'll get all back right. to football. Uh, lots to it. Uh, you know what? There's, there's there's a LeBron tour going on right oh, now. Boy. Where LeBron is showing up to, I'm assuming the Rutgers got to be next. But he's showing up to Drew League, <laughs> showing up to Jamal Crawford's tournament, the crossover up in Seattle. Now, this was yesterday. Everybody's excited. Almost broke the internet. The crowd was crazy there, just like it was here in L.A. at the Drew League, which he came. He had fun. He showed up. Folks loved it. It was great to see. Uh, but this was, it got two packed. They weren't ready. The gym, literally, the the floor was sweaty. It was it was because of humidity. It was wet. It was dripping, yep. and so they had to cancel it after I think a quarter it was. And LeBron had you know had a couple of dunks, hit a fadeaway. Look, he looked good. I mean, it's LeBron playing against guys who were just two hours earlier working at UPS. So T-Mobile, he, yeah, T-Mobile. <laughs> uh, don't don't do Frank Nitty like that, okay? Frank Nitty, I know you're going with that. Frank Nitty is my guy. I did a story on Frank Nitty, okay? Um. But I love I love seeing this. I will admit, and and so you and I get to know each other. Everyone here knows I'm a LeBron apologist. Okay, I, I know it's Gloria. I know it's uh his wife. I guess I gotta say his kids. Then me, as far as fandom, okay. like that's how it goes. All right, <laughs> Savannah's up in there. To his wife, everybody. Okay. Um. However, I'll say this. I love to see it. It's great. It's it's who doesn't want to see the best player of his generation? Uh, you know, one of the all time greats come through their gym. That's great. But everything with him is so calculated. Everything with him is usually done with a purpose that I am wondering, like, is this just content for the uninterrupted, you know, his, his, his media program? Is this just like, what, what are we, because why now? Like, you know, what? why not eight years ago? Why not in the lockout years when KD was running through every single, if, it, if me and you were playing pickup ball at, at somewhere, he'd be like, I heard they're playing. Yeah. So it's kind of strange that he's doing. Now again, that's just me nitpicking a bit because I think it's cool. It's great. Think about it. Man. It's just the summer. Folks are just looking for something to do and to have a great like that come through. Um, but it's, I guess my whole point is it's just it's just a, again not a nitpicking thing, but it's kind of weird that he's doing it at soon to be thirty eight in, in a few months. Like what makes why now? I don't. Is it a last hurrah? You know, is this his last go at it where I get I get to do all these cool things that maybe I should have done when I was younger? Uh, but either way, it's awesome to see. But uh, you wish the, you wish the Seattle one could have uh, could have happened because real quick, Jamal Crawford's really doing something great out there in Seattle, trying to build a basketball program, build something there, build you know. And, and a lot of folks are saying bringing basketball to back to Seattle, maybe mess around and get a franchise, just building the the, the love and the and the you you got Paolo out there and all these everybody's kind of going out there. I think uh, Bradley Bill was there, so it's cool to see. Yep, I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna give you some props, man. I'm gonna okay. give you some props, and and now and and I'm gonna show my diversity because it would be low hanging fruit for me to just bash LeBron for putting this on the internet and uh, me me me. It's just, all right, we all know that about LeBron, but being that you was real enough as a LeBron apologist to nitpick it, I'm gonna give you some props I appreciate on that. that. So then, what I'm not gonna do is pile on <clears throat> Dana White. <laughs> what I'm not gonna do is pile on. But what I will agree with you is this: I would have loved to have seen this out of him. 
25, 24, 26, yeah. 27. When Kobe went and did Rucker, when Durant went and did Rucker, when Dr. J went and did Rucker, when Jordan went and did Rucker, the, the, the Kobe showing up at the Drew, Drew League. League. That yep. was Kobe was in his prime. In LA too. In, in his prime, prime. Because he wanted to make sure if I'm going to do this, I'm going to give y'all the dunk contest, things of that nature. I wish LeBron would have just done one. Like, just do one, man. Just don't leave it out there. Just do one dunk contest for us. If you don't win, cool, whatever the reasons were. No, that's the problem. That's the problem. Well, you're right. Yeah. The problem is his team, and I think it's happening around sports. Well, what if, what if he, he I has know, more that's to lose the, the game? No, that, just go do it for the love you. of the game. See, and, and, and Broussard and I was on an episode where I was telling him. My only beef, well, he's a great player, guys. I never talk about him as far as he's great with his, his family, bringing his homies out here from Akron, got Rich Paul, got them all living in Westwood and Beverly Hills. I'm about that life. He's taking care of his homeboys. I ain't got no beef with that. I don't care he got clutch. I would have clutch and then probably have my son running it. So right. I'm all about oh, I'm all about nepotism. Yeah. My family come first, bro. Like, I'm all about nepotism, okay? My son is coming right behind me. But it's, like you said, I, that's the it's the inorganic or the the, the Inorganic is some of the things he does. It just doesn't happen organic. And like you said, because he's got that team, there's it's nothing to lose if you don't win the dunk contest. Like, come on, man. I, yeah, there's I, nothing to that, lose, that, bro. That whole the problem is, I'm gonna use a I'm gonna use a basketball. I mean, a rap analogy with this, and we got a break here shortly. The, I'll be quick. The rap analogy is when someone was doing something that literally was a God gift to them. Yeah. That everyone miscalculated, misconstrued what he was saying. So everybody knows Jay-Z doesn't write his rhymes. And we know he's one of the greatest rappers of all time, um, if not the greatest. And I'm actually just reading – I was just reading a post where they said, is this the greatest four bars ever in rap? I, I might read them when we come back and you give me your opinion. But they miscalculated what he did. He said, I literally don't write them, meaning just on paper. They're written in my head. I take yes. a second and write. So then every rapper out there, I don't write rhymes. It, well, no, no, it sounds like you don't write rhymes because yeah. these are trash. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> we can tell. You put no thought of writing. And, and I, I said that to say, I quote that to LeBron, where him being so calculated, and it worked in most things. It's worked, but it's backfired in some, right? Yep. He tried to do the right thing when it came to uh, the decision. I'm going to give a bunch of money to this charity, and it sounds good, but it's like, ah, you're better off just saying, yo, I'm going to go here. This, this is what I'm, I'm doing. Going. This is where I'm going. I'm, you know, it is what it is. I love you, Cleveland. I'm sorry. And maybe he wouldn't have the backlash. Now, I'm not mad at him. I'm not one of those persons who was overly mad at him. But I'm just saying, okay, maybe overly calculating. Yep. He does a few things. He's very strange on social media, passive aggressive. And it's like he'll lose by 40, and then he'll go on Instagram and be like, yo, the, the Wash King, look at your boy soaring through there. And he, again, I'm an apologist. Even I'll be like, all right, LeBron, that, that's. You lost by 35, Maybe bro. just take it easy, bro. I mean, I like if you were with the fam eating tacos, I don't mind because other people, why is he showing this with the fam? Because he's eating with it like you would too. When you, like, life moves on. He's, he's got. But don't try to patent and try to trademark Taco Tuesday, dog. That's not yours. That's nah. not yours. And we live in LA, so I know some Latino brothers and sisters. Exactly. Who be like, hey, that's come on not now. yours, bro. Come on. Like that type of stuff, right? Like, come on, man. That's, well, you can't you can't put in a patent trademark for talk for Taco I Tuesday. Mean, you can't, but you can, but you can't. Maybe uh, he does it under uh Jabron Lames, like another name, like nah, somebody else doing it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we, we both agree. It was really cool. I love to see him doing it, but I do wish he would have done it there. Just like I wish he would have done the dunk contest earlier because it would have great to see it. And, and my whole point of bringing it up the, is just that other guys are now following that. If it ain't on brand, if it hurt this, it could hurt my life. I was like, no, just some things are just cool to see. 
So, anyway, a lot more from us. Uh, we got some big football coming up at the top of the hour. As again, if we start to really all starting to wet our whistles, we're getting closer and closer to the regular season. VJ Husky, Kelvin Washington with you, Fox Sports Sunday. I see what you're doing. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. On there, I mentioned Jay-Z, you come back with it. I can't say that first line, though, that when it comes in. Bounce with me, bounce with me. Yeah. By the way, I'm watching. Uh, they're having a really good. Um, because I, I know you, you, you might appreciate this, VJ, VJ right. Husky, Kelvin Washington with the Fox Sports Sunday. Hopefully, your Sunday has been spectacular. Mine has been excellent because I get to sit next to him and hang out, and talk some sports with you all. Uh, Kate up live, Husky ENT is how you find us. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, there's a cool documentary on on the on the the story. What is it, like the the story of murdering records with Ja Rule and Irv Gotti and Ashanti. Yeah. It's pretty cool, and you didn't I didn't realize how connected Irv. I, we I knew, but to hear the first hand details, like you got to yeah. be somebody to get Jay Z, not an old interview, yep. something they pull up in the archives to present day sit down and talk about you. Yep. You got to be somebody. So it's pretty cool to see the, the Irv Gotti uh, and the murdering story there. All right, we got, we got only just a couple minutes here before we get back to the top of the hour and, and get heavy into some uh, some more some football. I wanted to throw this out at you because uh, this can be applicable to football, basketball, pick a sport. So I'm scrolling through stuff to talk about, and uh, and I see uh, the Jags or something was trending. I said, well, that doesn't happen even in Jacksonville. So it's like, <laughs> why are the Jags trending? And it was like a fight. It was just a fight at a game. It was just kind of your typical. One thing I will say about these fights, a lot of times the ladies take it to the next. It's almost like you you know, mm-hmm. okay, I probably can't do anything to this guy. He would knock me Not out. Yet. I'm going I'm to be a man. I'm going to say something, but I ain't, I ain't going to push it. And the wife, you know that jerk? Can't. And then the, she throws the pop in your face, the yep. soda in your face. Yep. And all hell breaks loose. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. They're scrapping, scrapping, scrapping. And it made me think, and maybe break this down for me. Maybe rank the sport. And I, I want everybody to jump in on this. That you'd rather go see in person versus you'd rather watch at home. Because I contend football has become the absolute best sport to watch at home. And you think, you want to go to the games? So yes, I'm not no. saying don't go to a game the whole season. But it is ideal and perfect for home. Literally the way it's the width of it on the television, like it's wide. Uh, you get If you're there... You feel the dead air, the dead time in a game. Whereas on football, oh, this is what he did. He ran this play. You get to hear the commentator. They they show another highlight. Then you check your fantasy score. Like it fits. You don't pay seventy. I remember paying almost. It was almost a hundred dollars to go see a preseason game for the Chargers when they first came. Did you hear what I just said to you? Or the yeah. Rams? Actually, it was the Rams. Sorry, it was at the Coliseum. It was the Rams. You hear what I just said to you? Yeah. I said, guys, it starts with a P. This is preseason. What do you mean? Yeah. So, basket. And then last year I brought it up because of the fights. I've one time I went to Rams Lions game last season. It was the first time I'd ever gone to an NFL game in my life and never saw a fight. And we were this close, six inches, figuratively and literally, from a fight. They were about to fight. Once again, the woman got involved and guys were getting into it. And we were like, oh, they're about to fight. And it I mean, as close as you can get to not to being a fight is how close they got. And I was like, oh, my streak has ended. 
I lost my streak. I was right there. My <laughs> streak was going to continue. So is there any sport or game or league or something you, you feel like I'd like to go there? It's a better, you know, better vibe to go to that game? Or are you just like, I like sports at home now? I'm a sports bougie dude. So I'm past the prime of my life of wanting to sit in the regular stands. If I go to a game, I got to be in somebody's box or I got to be courtside. In the NFL, I'd much rather just sit at home. I might build something with my son, but that's normally a father-son thing when you're from a city and you're a fan of a team. So I don't have that here in L.A., so I'll take them to a Ram game, take them to a Charger game. When my Dolphins come out here, we'll go to that. But I'm not fighting traffic, paying for parking, paying overpriced concessions and things like that, programs and all of that stuff to go to live games. I'd much rather do it at home with my laptop, my phone, two TVs in the living room, everything set up, watching all the different games and stuff like that. But basketball, baseball, yeah, I'll go do that all day, but I got to be sitting in the bleachers in the outfield baseball, basketball. I got to be in somebody's skybox. I'm not sitting in regular seats or courtside. Well, we should have known based off how you look right now. You're lucky it's a TV show. <laughs> I'm telling y'all right now, he looks like he's worth $6 million. Lots more coming up top of the hour, getting you ready for football. Uh, Fox Sports Sunday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. That's right. It's the guys hanging out with you for another hour. So make sure you stick with us again. Reach out to us. Uh, Husky ENT. Caleb live for myself on social media. Uh, looking as they getting ready for this Bengals at the Giants. You got Joe Burrow. He's not going to play tonight. Uh, VJ, actually, with him not playing, I, I was, you know, we've had we've had so far in the preseason where you've seen a couple of quarterbacks play, maybe a series. You've seen some just not play at all. It's kind of interesting because we're old enough to remember where most of the time your quarterbacks or your star players they're going to play three out of the four, right? Everybody, they're not going to play that fourth game. Yep. Uh, and maybe they only play one series. Maybe they play a half. It, kinda, it usually was a buildup, right? They play one half of that third game and then not play the fourth just to really get it going. Now we're seeing where championship teams, Super Bowl winning teams like the Rams say, nah, we're just not going to play our starters at all. Like, yeah. not at all. Yeah. And, and, and then you got Pat Mahomes out there playing the other day. So uh, it's interesting to see the philosophy from each team. Again, you know, how they want to handle this. Do we want to get the guys out there working with the, the ones? Do we want to keep them healthy and not play them at all? I mean, it's, again, you could say it's been proven that it worked for the, the Rams saying, hey, we know the guys know what they're doing. We see how they practice. We know how they're working out. Maybe they did some OTAs. Maybe they did some things on their own. You know, quarterbacks fly guys down. We don't need these preseason, preseason guys. Where do you come off? If you were, whether your coach or general manager, would you want to play your ones or would you want to say, hey, you know, let's just get them out there for the regular season? Now, nah, my ones, my ones got to play at least a quarter and a half, probably three or four series combined in preseason. Maybe not one whole game but combined. Like the first preseason game, one drive. You tell the offense, you're getting one drive, guys. Yep. One drive. Just give me one drive. We score. We have to punt three and out, whatever. But you, I need you on the field. We need we need this. This is football. This isn't, you know, warm-up time. But I think what happens is people use kind of the first, like, quarter of the season to, to, get, to get going. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, you can't judge the NFL season until week five. You got to see the first four weeks. That's going to tell you a lot of what you're going to see for the rest of the season. But as a GM and as a head coach, we've been hitting each other, and we had this joint practice. We just had this joint practice. We might as well suit up at least the starters for one series against these guys because the joint practice is still kind of controlled. It's not just all out like a normal preseason game would be. I believe you got to get hit, man, and you got to kind of run and get the muscles loose a little bit. So if I'm a GM or head coach, my starters will at least play a quarter and a half combined of preseason football to get ready for the season. By the way, I'm looking at this uh, Joe Burrow. I mean – 
He ain't even dressed out. He ain't dressed. No, he's just <laughs> he ain't even dressed out. He just all oh, he was like, give me a team hat. And let you, give me a team hat. And let me go <laughs> in a dry fit Bengals shirt. He ain't even dressed out. He's entering, of course, his third season. Look at that. I was just there showing his stats right now, man. Last season, seventy point four completion percentage. Uh, obviously led his team to a Super Bowl. They weren't really, really ever. You didn't feel like they were in it, but they had. They were close enough to have a shot at least. Um, but we, we've talked about. Um, Kind of some of those quarterbacks who like this is a big season break for you know yes but yes other quarterbacks I just want to talk about a little bit what you expect from them and their seams I'll start with Joe Burrow right there this the Bengals is that a fluke do they go back to the Bengals of the last twenty years where it's under underwhelming uh, they underachieve or do you, you know and often we've all seen those stats where the team that goes to the Super Bowl and loses comes back and has a bad season that didn't even make the playoffs Misses that happens playoffs, very yeah. often. Yep. Um, is that the case for them, or are they going to say, hey, no, it was shoot, we're a player two away from maybe winning one, and, and that's what we expect to do this year? I'm expecting big things from the Bengals because they have elite quarterback play now. Those other times that you mentioned uh, with the Bengals teams, they never really had elite quarterback play. I mean, you had the – they had the kid out of Texas at a uh, Texas Christian TCU, uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Dalton, yeah Dalton. so I mean, but he don't he disrespect the red, no, the red, no, no, the red rifle rock. like that. Yeah, yeah. What JJ Watt called him that one time made him mad. Uh, BB, BB, the little, the little pink BB something, yeah, BB gun. He, ain't really, yeah, he, he got lying. mad about that. He wasn't lying, but and that was something for Andy Dalton not to get mad at. Like, dude, you lost the game that night. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, too many weapons, man. Joe Mixon, Higgs. Uh, Higgins, the uh, uh, Jamar Chase, they revamped the offensive line. The defense is good from last year. They returned some studs back. And Joe Burrow, I think, is an elite quarterback. Plus, you have Cleveland twice and you have Pittsburgh twice. So I just thought, I, not unless you have like two or three guys just go down, I th- this offense can't fail. He 70% led the league last year. That's not going to drop below, what, what 65? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not going to drop that far. So, no, I, I, th- I think that they're a team that's going to win 11 or 12 games this year, be very good on offense. They have a good, young, physical-minded, tough uh, young coach. These young coaches are starting to take over, man. The old guard, the old guard's getting pushed out. These young coaches are now coming in, and you can see it kind of LaFleur and Green Bay, Shanahan with San Francisco was See what McDaniel will be with the McVay, Dolphins. Yeah, well, yeah, McVay. LA, yeah. These these younger coach Matt Rule. These these younger coaches now. So, um, I no, I expect a lot from them. But I think Burrow needs some some preseason uh, reps because the last time we saw him, he I know he got banged up or got hurt in the Super Bowl, but it just didn't look good. And I think you want to give yourself mentally, give your teammates and the franchise mentally just a vision of you looking good for a quarter, and think, I think it'll be a little more comfortable. Uh, AFC's tough, as you said, so I don't think they have time to warm up. They need to be ready week one. You mentioned that. I was just about to say the the uh, the AFC. I mean, it's it's yeah. loaded. There's a team. I mean, you could there's there's maybe eight teams, maybe off the top of my head. That if I mentioned would win a Super Bowl, you wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, right. I mean, because the Bengals clearly were there last year. We already know what the Chiefs are. Uh, the Chargers never live up to what you – every year they've been the sexy pick. They're like so – if you want to go with the Chargers, if we can, we, that's another team and a, another quarterback we can segue to. But they're like the opposite L.A. teams, the other ones. And what I mean is if you live in Los Angeles, obviously the Los Angeles sports brands are huge, Dodgers, Lakers, uh, Kings, so on and so forth. They're like the other ones. Remember when CP3 and the whole crew had a chance to win Lob all the City. to win your son, your daughter, obviously she's really young, but your son, my daughters because they were better than the Lakers, they have been better than the Lakers for the last decade, except the Lakers have somehow squeaked out another championship ring even though the Clippers have been better. This next season on paper, Clippers look better, but they didn't they never were able to capitalize. And that's kind of what the Chargers have done for the last 20 years, right? You had all these great uh uh 
teams and lined out gates and rivers and Ladainley and Thomas and right, but they couldn't get it done. And now you're in Los Angeles. You got Justin Herbert. You got all these guys on the offense and defensive side of the ball. It's like, can they break through where LA is up for grabs as a football team? And the, I know the Rams won it, and I know a lot of people still call them San Diego Chargers, or I know a lot of people say, you know, the Rams were here, blah, blah, blah. They just left for me, but they're back. But my point is, I always look at the kids, right? And that's how you that's how you get a new generation of fans. If you're a 10, 11, 12-year-old and the Chargers break through, win a ring or two with Justin Herbert, and they look good, you're like, next thing you know, you might have a few fans. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they're able to do that because they remind me of the other L.A. teams, right? Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, yeah, what's the point? It never matters. It doesn't do anything. Okay, you got the arguably two of the – Top eight, ten best players in baseball, or at least most exciting top to see. Five. I know I was, I was trying to, you know, throw I some other people. Top five, you yeah. know, and, and yet it's 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 all for not. And so the Chargers kind of have to break that. But the Chargers are on that AFC team. Uh, I mean, a, a, a group of teams that could win it all. Uh, obviously, the Bills are probably favored in most most places. Um, you think the Chargers could win it all? I don't think it's far fetched. I do. You do? Yeah. He didn't even make the playoffs last year. So how are you going to just jump up and win it? Now, and I know because someone next- someone can go find an example of it. Have okay, I get it, but it's not okay. I, it's not probable. It's not probable because I like probabilities. I like probabilities. The probability of them getting to a conference championship game this year or a Super Bowl, the probability is not. Super high. I just, we just, you know, it's just my opinion on. I, I no, look I at their team. I love their talent. But I, if I line those up, VJ, if I line that team up against. Like some of those teams we already named, I don't look at them as being they can't win. I don't see there's a team that there's a given that they oh, they have no shot against them when they're right, when they're clicking, when they're going, everybody's healthy. Now they got some some coaching to say they make some bad calls and mm-hmm. some clock management plays over the last couple of seasons. But <laughs> again, on paper, I'm like, yeah, they're right there. Well, you could okay. So I'll give you that. You said that about eight or ten, eight to ten teams, but I think legitimately there's only three teams that have a real, true, legitimate shot to win it, not get there, but to win it. All right. Well, yeah. then you know what? Well, Let's break there. We'll take a little early break here. I want to hear these three, four teams you said legitimately have a chance. Are you saying just in the AFC or are you saying as a league-wide? League-wide. That's it? Yeah. Look at that. All yeah. right. I call a capital P on this. There's more parity than that this year. Yeah, I know y'all love that word, but we'll see. Yeah. VJ Husky, Kelvin Washington, Fox Sports Sunday. We'll break that down next. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. We all want it. We all need it. Some of us are getting it. And crazy gobs, we got all the sports right now in front of us. As a matter of fact, even on the other TV, it was a news stage. They were just showing Apple. Apple's got all the money. Football's got all the money. One on the TV, we got the uh, Dodgers smacking up on the Marlins. Eight to three. Bases loaded. See what Justin Turner can do. Obviously, you know, I work with the Dodgers network out here, so I'm a little biased. Uh, He's Kel- got a serious beer game going, man. No, I respect that. I literally thought I saw him. You'll laugh at this story. I thought I was at Starbucks with JT in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And I was confused because I was like, 
I know they don't play the Braves. Like, I was like, what is he doing here? And then I go, the guys, I realize it's not him. But I walk up to him, like, hey, has anybody ever told you to play Justin Turner? He's like, no, I really he looked it up. He's like, oh, my God, you look just like him. And it was, it was, he was a cool guy, you know. I, by the way, first time we've ever walked together. Yeah. Love it, worked together, loving it, man. Absolutely, cool dude. man. I just love good people. I appreciate you, bro. And and I and, and and I'd say this thinking about too that this guy I ran in Justin Turner. He ended up we talked. He, his wife happened to walk in, and she was like, "Don't ever let someone make you not be a good person." Absolutely. Okay. Don't let these times. Don't let just continue to be a good person. It man. costs like, nothing to be nice. It costs nothing because nothing to be nice. It yep. costs nothing to check in on folks and just say how you doing. Like. There's all I know. Everything is always beefed out. You better be this side or this side. Argue about it left or right. Like, dude, you can just be good people. And but God forbid, we can disagree on something, not hate each other. Of course. Are we allowed to do that anymore? Of course. Civil discourse. I laugh. Both of us are married. I don't agree with my wife on everything. Yet all of a sudden, society, let alone my own household, I'm supposed to agree with it about you on everything. Otherwise, I hate you. You're the worst person. You're a terrible person. Ah, like, what is going on here? Like, it's, it's crazy, crazy. What? By the way, the Dodgers did score again too. And so it's just. This is just what they do. Don't maybe get start talking about them in this line and their lineup. It doesn't it's matter what they ridiculous. do until October. We know that they're powerful, they're great, and they're fun to watch. I don't I'm like, taking the, I don't my like son. your tone. I'm taking my son because I just listen. I'm not a fan, but I live here, so I do. I do try my best to support all LA teams. I wasn't raised out here, but I do try to show love. My wife is a fan of all these teams, and I'm not the guy in my house that goes against. I like if my like when the Raiders are on, I ride with the Raiders because this is my wife's team. Why, right. I'm, why am I going to go against and create that energy in my home? I don't. I, I, raised, I was raised in a house like that, so I don't like that. So I'm more or less okay. I'm pulling for y'all, but I've also seen y'all lose to the Nationals in the first round at home game five, losing a game seven to the Astros uh, in a World Series. Like, I, I've seen the Dodgers be really, really good, win 100-plus games, and then it gets to October, and Kershaw gives up a home run in the eighth or the seventh. We're like, you you too. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making this stuff up. I hope they can win a full-season World Series because I don't really like Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold on. I said it. Ryan settled down. I got I you, said it. I said it. I said it, Ryan. 60 games. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's just be real, guys. I'm, I'm about to hit the dump button over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the thing about that. Y'all got to stop with this bubble stuff. And these bubbles and these 60 games, COVID. Why? Because it was the same thing for every other team. So? And they won. So? That's the, the, so if it was anybody, I would be saying this, though. That's the thing. I don't hate the Dodgers. I'm not a Dodger hater. I support them. But 60 games, that's almost like in the NFL. And this is the analogy I love to use, and maybe you guys will feel me. Just feel me, Ryan. If the NFL played four games and crowned a Super Bowl champion, be honest, guys, would you respect it as a Super Bowl, yes or no? Yes. Oh, my. You capping. <laughs> capping. I don't buy that, man. I just, I just. So then we got to cancel all the Boston Celtics world no, titles. Come, no, 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 no. We're not going to. There was go only that. eight teams. We're not. It wasn't. <laughs> but we're well, not. Bill Russell but, was playing. And you know what? There are and some I don't people. Have a voice right now. But guess what, though, Kelvin? There are some people who do feel like that. There are some people that are very good in this industry. And but you have to still respect the history of it, so you can't discredit. But you can say, listen, man, I respect it. But the Celtics did win a lot of them championships. See, but A, B, C, like that's that part is true, bro. But you. Still can't discredit. I'm not taking. And, no, but you and, are. I'm not taking. No, I'm not taking the World Series away because you can't take it away. But don't brag to me about the 60 game World Series. Don't brag okay, to me okay. about the Mickey Mouse AAU Bubblegum AAU tournament that was in Orlando. Don't Man. brag to me about it. So why don't we cherry pick other ones? 
People the Spurs do. People won, do. won one, fifty games, 30, three fifty games, whatever. Was. And Phil Jackson and Phil Jackson dumped on it. Phil Jackson said something What'd about he it. Say? He said he didn't respect. He said they won it in a fifty game short season. Phil Jackson even said that about like the, it. The Heat, the Heat won a what a sixty. Yep, yep. LeBron, LeBron's first one. Yes, yes. People, you do a hill. I, I, I like to try to stay away from that because LeBron's always going to have asterisks in people's opinions for his championships. But there are years like in the NBA last year with the Bucks winning it. The Bucks did win it. But you did go through every team that was banged up and injured. There's no Ky- Kyrie twists his ankle in round two. You're getting your you know what handed to you in games one and two. Kyrie twists his ankle in game three. James Harden hamstring tightens up and Kevin Durant's toes too big. Let's just call it what. Yeah. And then you and then you get a hurt Trey Young and a beat down Hawks team in the Eastern Conference. But you still won the championship. Fine. But there is what? always and- variables that go with championships. So I don't bro. argue that. Right, we can look at maybe the Warriors aren't the Warriors if Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love were never hurt. Maybe because what maybe. I saw was they didn't really have an answer for Kyrie and 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 LeBron. You could be right though. So my point is, we could do that all the time. Yeah, but if I'm in the bubble and you're in the bubble, mm. or if I'm playing sixty games and you're playing sixty games, and we know the rules, everybody put their hand in. Ready, go. This is how we're going. This okay. is the season, and I smack you up. You got smacked up. I get that, but I would Muhammad say Ali this. Muhammad Ali was knocking folks out and fighting until the 15-16 round back in the day. Now they go 12, It's but a champ is a champ is a champ. I would say this if it was anybody, Kelvin. That's the thing. I'm not picking it because of who it is. When the bubble decided, when the NBA announced that they were going to come back, I purposely went on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, anything I did. I said, bro, I'm writing this off. I don't care who wins it. I'm saying it now so it's out there so somebody can't go, oh, you're only saying it because, no, 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 no. Go check the tape, homeboy. I keep everything on record. Go check the time and date stamp. Go check the tape. I said when they came back, you have four months off and you didn't invite every team back. And it was really just we're going to play 12 games and then the play. You want me to respect that off of four? That's an off season. That's an off season. You just have four months off, and I'm supposed to respect the team that just kind of outlast everybody. No travel. Okay, well, cool. If well, if you I gave to- everybody the same off season, everybody should be locked and loaded and rested and ready to go, right? And 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 the Dodgers again. Now, the Dodgers they have to get it done. I completely agree with you, and I love the Dave Roberts in the beginning of the season. Before this evening started, he's like, "No, world like World Series of bus essentially." Thank I, you. I love that. Um, I'm just also ragging on you too because <laughs> you are want to be look hard on everybody but Aaron Rodgers. What more do you want? I mean, he has a <laughs> ring. I mean, and look, they didn't catch this in the defense. Doing, win a ring, win another ring, Aaron Rodgers. That's a good one. No, all right. So, uh, you I want to go back to this uh, speaking of football, Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Few teams you feel legitimately yeah. have a shot at winning uh, the Super Bowl. What's I'm shocked it's so few, uh, because. I think this is one of the rare times where there's maybe double that. I'm not going to go crazy, but there's at least double that that I think for me I would I would be completely not shocked if they won it. You have the 3, who are they? The Bucks because of Thomas. That's right. I call him Thomas. I respect him that much. Mine as well that's at this point. Yeah, that's I call Thomas. her I call her Giselle. And if you want to be and if you want to be bougie, you can call him Thomas. Thomas. Could, yeah, Thomas Brady. That works. Try to roll the R. Yeah, you got to try. Yeah, you got to try to roll the R. Thomas me, Brady. You let that Giselle. This is what I said. Slide. Uh, I said, I yeah, because I'm, I'm not letting cuz. Here's why. Yeah, nah, nah. Nah, because I do that with Russ. Uh, well, I call him. I call him Sierra. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, no. But watch this. This is a little different. This isn't that. She is a beautiful woman. It's not that. Is that she has him praying to shrines and all this stuff. And yeah. you heard that story, right? He talks yeah. about that. Yeah. And somehow it works. So this ain't Thomas. 
This is Giselle knowing, like, all right, yeah. pray this, use six candles, do this, do six Hail Mary, do a backflip, and we're going to win. Yeah. And uh, and she, it has been working out for her. All right, so we got – nobody's going to yeah. argue. It's Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Got the we Bucks. got that. And, then, and, and, you know, not being a fan of them, I've never seen them win anything, but they do have a lot of firepower. Vegas believes in them, and Vegas thinks their quarterback is going to win the MVP, and that's the Buffalo Bills. That defense is stacked, and that defense yeah. is serious. When you play Buffalo, one thing you better do, you better eat your Wheaties and have two protein shakes, bro, and get your rest because you're going to get smacked in the mouth the next morning when you line up against them. That defense is top five. And then the Rams, to repeat, I, I, legitimate teams that I think can win it, not get there, like go and win it. Those are the three teams. They have the most veterans, the most talent. The defenses are strong. If you look at the Rams, you bring it back Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. You the defense is stacked, bro. Yeah, Jalen's gonna scary. shut Jalen's gonna shut one side of the field down, and then Aaron Donald's gonna control the line of scrimmage. You win football games that way, guys. Like that's that you win championships that way. They showed it last year. And then once again, the Bucs, they run the football. They got some offensive weapons, which we spoke to Tyler Dragon about earlier in the show. But the defense is stacked. They got a skill position guys all over the field. And they're in the NFC South. You're telling me to say Saints or the or the uh, Carolina or the Falcons are going to somehow come up and maybe disrupt this? No. And then of course the Buffalo Bills, who have all the all the talent, and Vegas is telling you, nope, this is the team we're picking. Vegas normally hits on like pick one or two. They don't really go yeah. ever down to pick three, four, five, or six. When Vegas says one of these teams going to win it, it's normally one of those two teams winning. So that's what I'm riding with. I'll throw a few teams at you that uh, I think you'll. F- Consider, but I, obviously they're not in your top three. But I, okay. if, if you're telling me Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and if you're telling me this is one of the better defenses he supposedly has had, you kind of look at them as like, what else? Okay, are we just expecting him to win fourteen, go fourteen and three, and again maybe be MVP and and that be that? Uh, what about a team like a Lamar Jackson led Ravens? If they get out, that's a, one of those weird teams to defend to stop. You're like, and even some games last year. They only lost because they chose to go for two over and over and over again in the last couple of seasons. Yeah. And they could have had better records, which could have led to other things. Maybe you get to rest people and then you get in the postseason, you never know, you never know. But the Ravens are one of those teams to me that I, I just – I like what they do. I like that they are embracing what they do. They're not trying to change. They want them to get better. They want them to improve, as you should, as I should, as we all should. But this is what we do. So I look at the Ravens as one of those teams that it's it just the way they're comp- – they're, they're, uh, Built the way they know their identity, mm-hmm. and I think the way you have a Lamar Jackson that's continually wants you to prove and shut people up. That's a that's a scary team. I'm not mad at that because I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to shut a lot of people up, and I think he's going to be on fire this year for all the talk that he's getting this offseason where people didn't have him in the top 10 and you got people saying maybe the shine is all like what yeah, yeah i don't like, get do, that do you forget who was the number one seed in the afc in the second week of november last year until he hurt his ankle right. and then and hurt his foot and then that was it for them with his fourth running back his fourth running back yep. with 19 players on ir which is an nfl record at that point of players being on ir like done for the year they're not coming back the only thing that stops me from putting them up there this year is they don't have a bona fide stud on the outside. They don't. They don't have a bona fide stud that he can just get it out to and in the huddle just give a look and say, look, go get this ball, bro. You know where I'm putting it? Just go get it. He don't have that, so that's going to stop them. I love J.K. Dobbins back. I love the running backs back. I love some of the younger receivers that have there, but they don't have that, and that's what he's missing, and that will show up in January in a game where he's got to run. He's probably going to throw an interception. People go, see, look, you can't run, win running around. He doesn't. He ain't got a stud, guys. You got to have yeah. a guy, and he don't have that, so I would agree with 
with you there. He's just missing He's just that missing stud. The stud. Yeah, I'll give you that. All right, we got a couple more to list. We'll do that on the other side right now. We're going to go with what's trending with Brian Finlay. Brian. Yes, Kelvin and VJ watching this NFL preseason game, and Daniel Jones getting some significant playing time, and he, in his first drive, was okay. Second drive, he throws a pick. So that's how things are going for the Giants right now. Still in the first quarter against the Bengals in New York, about 4.30 remaining in the opening quarter. There's another preseason game that's due to happen later on tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox. It's the Cardinals and Ravens. No pass rusher J.J. Watt in that game as he has tested positive for COVID and it's just going to remove himself from all the remainder of preseason action. Good news for the Bucks as their quarterback Tom Brady is said, according to reports, to be returning to the team to Tomorrow, he's been gone since earlier this week, attending to some personal matters. Has been a bit of a mystery. The Raiders placing veteran defensive end Jordan Jenkins on IR. He got himself injured in last night's preseason game. Packers star left tackle David Bakhtiari getting taken off the physically unable to perform list this week. So good news for him. He'll slowly work himself back into the fold with individual work, and then they'll try to get him more with the team in terms of getting into those sort of exercises. As far as Major League Baseball, some notable games in progress. The Mariners batting here in the top of the ninth, trying to find a way against the Athletics, a runner on second base for Seattle. They're trailing, though, the Athletics 5-3. to three. The Cardinals are up on the Diamondbacks 6-4 to four as they make their way to the top of the ninth inning. Albert Pujols with a pinch hit, and he got that, so he's one for one on his day. As far as some of the notable marquee-completed games, the Astros holding off the Braves 5-4, to four, although Atlanta was booing Marcelo Suna at the dish. It was his first game back after he was arrested on a DUI charge. The Mets with two home runs in the top of the ninth inning to stun the Phillies. 10 to 9. A win for the Yankees, badly needed, you must say. 4 to 2 against the Blue Jays. That avoids New York getting swept. A victory for the Brewers. Three Jacks and a 5 to 2 victory against the Cubs. And the Dodgers. Kelvin's going to like this, just all over barbecuing the Marlins, 10-3. Everybody seemingly getting an RBI for L.A. in that one. And the Padres are winners against the Nationals, 2-1. As far as golf is concerned, BMW Championship, Patrick Cantlay wins with that birdie on 17 today in the final round. Finished 14 under par. A 69 is what he carded. One-shot win over Scott Stallings. And I'll send it back to you, VJ and Kelvin, on this note. The ageless heat forward, Udonis. Aslam returning for a 20th season. I guess anybody 40 and over, Kelvin and VJ is giving hope to anybody out there who wants to turn pro in something who's in their 40s. If, 40's the new 30, Brian. Yeah, if Udonis can do it, why can't I? They should say. Yeah, yeah UD is about to become like a new like AD like after death. <laughs> like, yeah, when was it? Oh, it was like 2088 UD. Because I mean, the, dude, <laughs> yeah. the dude's been playing so long. Like, remember he was at Florida in like 1975? Yep. I mean, he he's been he's been playing. He's playing with the ball. Well, with the laces wait, wait, on wait, wait, wait there, I'm, right? I'm, let me scale that back, Brian. I'm sorry. Let me scale that back. I said he's been playing. He ain't played in like eight <laughs> years. I was about to say he yeah. is <laughs> existing. He is on the team. But I, one thing I will say I love about that organization is like if you're in, you're in. Like if you're one of Pat Riley's guys or yep. uh, you know Mickey Eric. Like if you're a you are a guy, we really put you in this family. Like you're in it. So I do like that about the, uh, the the Heat organization. By the way, watching some preseason. Oh, if he doesn't juggle it, that might be a catch, man. I, I, and I tell you, and now that I see it in slow mo, 
it, it's it's tight, but they when it's tight, they're gonna go with what, what they called, called, yeah, what they called on the field. You know what I'm saying? What they call a field, great catch, great concentration, but you just can't let that ball move anymore, which I don't like. It's like, listen, this is a catch, man. It takes me back to like the Des Bryant play against the Packers. Well, the, I know Megatron. Ryan's not gonna like that, but that's our Megatron against Chicago, yep. opening week. Like, dude, I'm on the ground, I'm getting up, and I let the ball go. You're telling me I have to hold the ball when I stand up? Come yeah. on, man. This is a touchdown, but yeah, that that um. That right there actually might be a catch. What Udonis Haslam, first and ten. What yeah. Udonis Haslam also too is he's something that you do need though. He's good for your locker room. Oh, 100%. He's great 100%. for your locker room. And so it's like a hey, buddy. He's probably going to be in the front office there. So yeah, give him a twentieth year, five, six, seven, eight million, whatever it is. Give him some bread. You know, this is just stack money from here. This is just kind of stacking on to what you already have saved and you got. I I, I love it, man. I I really do. You know what? Next year, sign up for twenty first season. Why not? Well, it's the it's the Jerry Jared Dudley kind of thing, right? Yeah. Just you're just a guy. We like you in the locker room. Come be that presence. Every team has a guy or two like that, yeah. for sure. We're talking about that uh, Bengals game, two Bengals, uh, nothing, nothing with the Giants. Uh, it was a nice play on fourth and one. Uh, that was what we were just talking about there. All right, I want to get back to a couple other teams um, that I that I feel like I thought maybe you know we were talking about. I said the Ravens wouldn't shock me if they're healthy and right. And you brought up a great point that obviously they don't have a, they don't have that ace, that one, that one big receiver yep. that you need. Um, but to me. What I've kind of questioned about Aaron Rodgers, I kind of feel like Lamar Jackson has. Kind of Vince, Vince Young, Texas-ish, where no matter what's coming, he can get it done. And it doesn't make sense, and it wasn't the best, most prettiest pass you've ever seen, or it wasn't this or that, but he, he can get it done. If he stays healthy, they stay healthy. He doesn't run through running backs so much so that they need me and you to be running backs. <laughs> then all of a sudden, I think the Ravens. And then you left out uh, Pat Mahomey and them. I know they don't have Tyreek Hill. You mentioned earlier in the show uh, that this is the first go-round that we'll see this version of Pat Mahomes without yep. his, you know, having Tyreek Hill. But I kind of feel like that system – can bring in folks and get it done. You know, that system can say, all right, well, we'll, we'll instead of just hitting Tyreek Moore, we'll take, you know, 40 of those receptions this way and 40 over there. We'll hit the backs more. Travis Kelsey will get more. So I, th- I do think there's an element of me buying into more of the system and, and Pat Mahomes and him improving more so than just, you know, more than just the loss of Tyreek Hill. My beef, my beef, the reason why, not my beef, the reason why I meant, didn't mention them is because, number one, Tyreek, that's easy. It's low-hanging fruit. But the second thing is, if if you really, really look at the Kansas City Chiefs and what they have accomplished over time, okay, they've gone to four straight conference championship games. They've lost two of them at home, all right? And then when you go to the Super Bowls they've been to, they were completely outclassed and outplayed by the Bucks. And in the game against San Francisco, and we talked about Jimmy G earlier, if Jimmy G's defense doesn't fall asleep in the fourth quarter and he connects on that one bomb and a guy drops yeah. the ball – Pat Mahomes, that like, see, that's that's how close some of this stuff is Big to where facts. we 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 want to say, oh well, the the cheese, yeah. But let's just let's look at the whole menu. Just don't look at the appetizers. When I go to a restaurant, I look at the menu from cover to cover, even though I already probably know what I want. I already know I'm gonna get chicken, and I see the chicken section. But let me just see what some of this steak over here look like. Oh, y'all got some seafood. Let me see the desserts. Tiramisu. Wow, haven't had that in a while. Wow, coconut key lime cheesecake. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I might I might be doing some extra cardio tomorrow morning after all of this i'm gonna look at everything instead of just kind of pinpointing this one little piece and then judging it off of that that's why i don't have the chiefs there because just their whole kind of totality it's like yeah they got the ring but you know we look at it all and then you lose Tariq. let's see what you do without Tariq this year but i i i while i 
get your point. I also add that is why I look at them and say I'm not. They're right there to me. Okay. Because what they've done so is what, always be, yes. They're okay. always okay. in the mix. They're right there. And you're right. There's always a fluky play here or there. Uh, we score. We hand it back to Marshawn Lynch, and now Seattle has two Super Bowl rings. Instead, they get creative and pass from the two. Still don't get it. Right? Oh, you want Russ? Oh, you want Russ to be the hero? Which is weird because every who doesn't like Marshawn Lynch? Well, the people who the people whose questions he wouldn't answer. I'm just here, yeah. so I That's don't get fined. That's a good point. But uh, you know that if the Tuck rule ever happens, this isn't caught. Does Brady ever get another shot, or they go back to Drew Blessing? So those things happen. But what the what you have to do in life, and you can appreciate this. You live in L.A. You do comedy. You do radio. You do podcasts. You do all these other things. You just have to be there, yeah. right? If you show up, that's when some new big, huge director says, man, I like that guy. Let's get him a show. Next thing you know, we're all watching your sitcom or your new yeah, show. Yes, on, sir. And that's how it happens. So I look at the Chiefs in that regard of, yeah, they don't always you know, work out for us or, yeah, it was a fluky play here or there that we want. We keep putting ourselves in the mix. How far and, did they go this year? Oh. I put you on the spot right the now. Tough, yeah. Really, the toughest part is our own division. I mean, more exactly. than, than than anything but, else. But you got to give me um, something. I think they're a playoff I think team. Pat, yeah, well, I think that's if, yep. they, if that would be the if they weren't, you know, then we would all be like, wait, what? I think I think third. I think twelve and five, thirteen and four. So I'm not thinking that they're not. But right, but I guess your your thing is to actually win it. Where I feel, yeah. this is one of those say, hey, Pat Mahomes, you're already great. We've already we were already starting people. Hey, is he a Hall of Fame already? Show me you can improve. Show me you can say, here are some areas where I can be better, right? Here are some areas where, where I can tweak my game a little bit. Here are some areas where I can be a better leader, what have you. And I think that can play pay dividends and also be a, a, a difference maker. But I think I think it'll be a fun AFC championship game with them and the Bills. So you got them in the AFC championship game. Them and the Bills would All be right, amazing. So uh let's make a wing bet. You know Rob okay. likes to do it. Let's do a wing yeah, bet right we'll now. Do a wing bet. I got them only to the divisional round. I got the Kansas City Chiefs this year only to the divisional round. They will not be representing in the AFC Championship game. They will not make the Super Bowl wing bet. I'm going to take this break and chew. I'm going to take this break <laughs> and really chew on that. No pun intended. Because that's, listen, I love wings. So do right? I. And, and I. But I also don't know if I love the Chiefs like that. Yeah. My original point was simply it's not far fetched <laughs> for me to see them in the Super Bowl. I gotta, I gotta chew on that and also pick out what flavors I'm going when I'm right. Uh, we got one more segment for us oh, when we come back. VJ Husky, Kelvin Washington, hanging out with you on a Fox Sports Sunday. Classic. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Sunday, Kelvin Washington, VJ Husky been a fun show, man. We only got one more, but it's been a fun show. You already out here challenging me to wing stop. Yes, sir. Well, not wing stop. Now, here's the here's the thing about my wing bet stuff. Okay. Here's the thing about my wing bet. I will take you wherever you want to go. We'll meet up and sit and have some wings. But where I want to go 
is I will always want to go to Outback and have their kookaburra wings. When I went oh, my yeah, way back, oh, oh yes, yeah. they are outstanding. They're underrated. They're super. Thank you. Thank you. They are super underrated. Everybody goes to Buffalo Wild Wings. Everybody goes to Wingstop. But when I wing my wing back, we will be in Outback having some of that brown bread with that with that honey butter and uh, all Listen, drums, spicy, extra blue cheese, we please, ma'am. this brown bread. Yes. Who, uh, them and the Cheesecake Factory make that brown. Bruh. I don't know what. Bruh. Like, my daughters Bruh. are like, more, please, please, please. I'm Before the food gets I'm like, there. No, I swear. Like, no, we're going to eat dinner. I swear. We're not here just to eat your free bread. I swear we're going to eat. <laughs> yeah. By the way, and I've been sitting here now with you for nearly three hours, and yeah. I can tell your food game is strong. Thank like, you. You're about, the, you're about the food life, and Man. that means a lot to me, too. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm actually quite the cook. I went to culinary when I was 19. But I was 19 and still acting wild and, you know, chasing right. chasing people around town, partying and stuff. So I, I didn't know. I didn't want my Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturday nights taken from me. Yeah. So I didn't pursue Chef. But if anybody goes to my Instagram, uh, the Big Vanilla Funny, you will see I post food. I just made crab cakes last night from, from scratch, like crab cakes. Patted them up myself, no breading, just all Maryland lump crab meat. I am quite the cook. It's therapeutic for me. I love cooking. It helps me with therapy, man. Pour a little tequila, put some sports or some Martin on, some or some yeah. Boondocks, Family Guy, something like that in the background that makes me laugh. Everybody hates Chris. I'm watching that right now. Never saw that, so I'm binge watching. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you're right. I am a complete foodie. You're absolutely right, man. I appreciate hey, that. Hey, Ryan, if you spend enough time around VJ, you feel like you're hanging out with Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in a complimentary Oh, I know way. you do. I, I know you do. Forrest Gump was the dude. So, yeah, I don't take that as a nod. every seven minutes, I'll say something. I'm like, yeah, because in Boston, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I was hanging out. What it was was I was with the Celtics. I was, and then, yeah, man, no, Jay-Z, yeah, yeah, my oh, wife, man. what it is. She, uh, and then she knows, yeah, Beyonce. Did I mention that she knows Beyonce? Yeah, yeah. so we go to the J and the B. Yeah, no, I used to cook, and then I was, uh, yeah, yeah, so when I was I on do. the comedy show that I was cooking on and it's like wait what <laughs> well it's funny you say that i'm trying i'm in the, the midst right now of writing and i want to create a a comedy show with, with comedies uh comedians cooking and just call it comedian cooks and just oh, no, you, wait, know, you know cook we're food. in la right yeah meaning shut up oh just, yeah well you know what no, though no, listen, I, I know what you're saying i know what you're saying listen but, I, but my wife is is uh, <laughs> a, a couple uh, a couple classes away from being a lawyer and i have to hear her classes <laughs> this what you just did yeah literally are classes that are cases she has to study where the person said this someone stole but technically it didn't count but then they said te- i so got just, you yeah, we're in LA, I, bro. I got you if but- we were in cleveland Rock on, dude. No pun intended. I, I, live by, I live by a saying of what is for me, it's the heavenly you. Lord will have for me. Won't and, he do it? And if I put it out there and somebody took it, you're welcome. You're welcome. I helped you well, out, bro. So I gave to the I universe. I completely believe in that as well. I, I've, I, I literally feel you. I just feel said you. it last night. I also, there's a uh, phrase that says, they were t- taught to trust in Allah but tie up their camel. Who? Okay. Ooh, okay. So, is it church? Yeah, it is. We have a church? Hey, you know. I love just, it. You, I'm with you, you, bro. You have your faith. I know, I know. And I'm about that life. I told you where I was early before yeah. I had my bacon and eggs. <laughs> However, let's <laughs> practice some wisdom. I'm trying to get you paid so I can be like, I, I know I win. I got you. Well, I would have you on, man. I was like, yo, let's do this with, no, you know, we'll, we'll. bring some sports guys on, yeah. too. So, y'all, I am really telling too much now. You're right. Yeah, I'm going to shut up now. Yeah, you shut up. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we're running out of time. <laughs> and uh, the wing bet, this is what we're going to do. I'm going I'm to text you. The wing bag, because I got I got to do some. Oh no 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 nah nope. Come on come on, Kel, right, right now right. baby right now baby right, so come on. Run the Kel. bet. We got how much long? We got a minute minute. 
Three minutes? Okay. All right. Run, the, run down the bet again. The, 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 it's just a simple wing okay. bet. You like win, I'll take sit, you. Don't be doing me like that. It's just so simple. It's a like simple I wing bet. Okay. I say the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. this season get no further than the divisional round. You said that they are – you think they're, they're good enough to win it. I don't think they even get to the AFC Championship game. I don't. And I'll put wings on it. Cuckoo Barrel, Outback, all drums, spicy. Wait, all drums? Y'all drums. Please don't tell me you eat flats. I'm not all flat guy, but I'm like, nope. I'm a Kim 50 50 or 60 nah, 40 guy. All drums, all drums. Sometimes I'll be like, can they ask them to put like two or three extra in? Yeah, just out the bag. I know y'all pre it, but. The drums you know. have gotten on, their drums are on steroids lately. I know. That's my issue. They've well, gotten carried away, which, okay, you're enjoying that. The yeah. steroid drum. I am. I'm all right, here's what I'm going to do. You're forcing me because the conversation was me saying teams that I feel like if you, if they got to the Super Bowl and won, I wouldn't be blown away. Now you're forcing me to actually really, really believe in the Chiefs, and that's two different things. However, for the sake of what we're doing yeah. and for the sake of me loving Pat Mahomes and loving that what I've seen as far as his ability want to you know find areas to grow. All right, I need to improve it. Maybe it's, it's fundamentals, get back to those, not depend on my talent as much. I will put this – I am down for this bet. Okay. Now I gotta I gotta come up with a nice wing spot because uh, you want to go all nice and fancy and unique here, so I'm gonna mix it up. But I will put this wing bet because Pat Mahomes writes the ship in a very close game against maybe the Chargers. Because again, it could be the it could be the uh, the Bills. He has a great game, close win. He makes a great play with his legs. Then he makes a great play, the pass, looking the opposite way. I know I said fundamentals. Throw him out the window for a second. And he wins the game. Okay. So I'm riding with Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is gonna get me off my stomach full. All you gotta do is all they gotta do is get to the conference championship game and you win the bet. I know. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Yo, they, so I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Yeah, okay. Now all of a sudden I gotta go buy a Pat Mahomes jersey. See? Yep. Real quick too. Wings matter that much to me. Other quarterbacks that I just wanted to just throw out that we didn't get to as far as as far as guys that have a lot to prove this yeah. year, guys. Ryan Tannehill, lady, uh, excuse me, sir, I hope you're listening. You listen up right now. You're on a bad throw pitch count, and yeah. I got it at 11 and a half. On your 12th bad throw, believe in Malik Willis, people. He is Steve McNair 2.0. I'm Ooh. telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. You hear? This is before the draft. I'm telling y'all, though. Y'all better believe in Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill is another quarterback, in my opinion. You have a lot to prove this year. Five interceptions in his last yeah, was, two home yeah. playoff games. Yeah. No, terrible. And they've been riding Derrick Henry train which I'm not mad at, but you're right. He's got to make some plays. He's got to show that I'm a part of this. Yep. Uh, us winning. Is anybody anybody else we miss? Uh, to In me, also, seconds? also, also, uh, yeah, Russell Wilson. I think he's past his prom. I think Denver's overrated. Didn't like the way he handled himself. Also, career playoff, 9-7 and seven in a career playoff, guys. Six of those with the Legion of Boom. Shots at Russell Wilson. I enjoyed it, brother. You know what it Fox is, play. I enjoyed it too, man. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.